out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold Yo, 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 what they want, they will leave me alone. Brand new at Black Talk Yeah, play the safe, big mistake. Got the whole squad on here. Finally, been a while since we've been going to change. Jury making snowman outfit, making rain. What the word? Quartet? What the fuck was it? I don't know. Shit. Whatever. All four of us is here. Got the boy DC on here. He's back after a long hiatus. Ask it times. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Trail Sav on here. The um, Trail Sav Switch Stand. Um, this is a Switch Stand account, okay? <laughs> if you're not a Switch Stand, it's best you stay over there. Hey, and then we got Young so, Cam on um, here. He's always flexing. Unlike Chris, views. this will not collect dust. I will put Nigga, my shit is not even collecting <laughs> dust. It's right here, my nigga. Last Shit. time I was at your crib, bro, that was, that was a year ago. Bitches <laughs> <laughs> collecting dust, man. No nigga, that was that. a whole year ago, my the nigga. Grand Pooba, okay? <laughs> this is the Grand Pooba right here, man. My Niggas internet was out. Comcast. And when I we tell rocking, you, we rocking neon in this bitch, bro. Y'all niggas got basic bitch red, blue, and bro, basic right. bitch black. You want to see me get a switch in May? That's what you want yeah. to see. You want <laughs> to see me have this bitch in May? <laughs> this cam I have the only one. Look, Cam, I understand that you 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 want to beat the Joy-Con uh the Joy-Con uh issues and shit, G. So you got to have multiples. I understand, bro. You can flex on us with that. It's cool. It's cool. But we all are all switch. Low key, we are all switch users on this podcast. All of us, ha ha ha, hey, but yeah, so we all here, glad to be back. Nintendo, send us free shit, please. <laughs> Nintendo, hey, but before we before we get into the episode though, like Team Jackson, baby, what's happening? What's happening? Hey Team man, Jackson? know what man? Hold on, see y'all here. Hey, look man, what a clown music at G? <laughs> Hold on, see y'all here. Hold on, bro. Hold on, man. Hey, look man. <laughs> this is gonna be the earliest clown in Black Otaku's history. If you watching this episode, you wasn't expecting the clown. Look, bro, it be that way sometimes. But What's literally, as black men, we've been wanting this nigga Derek Jackson up out there for the longest. G, me specifically, y'all sit there and be like, "Yo, what the fuck, Derek Jackson do to you? He speaks what the women want to hear. Keyword: what they want to hear." He pillow talks. That nigga ain't shit. That nigga's nothing but muscle. There was rumor that the nigga's like five foot six. <laughs> I cried. But <laughs> but yeah, I don't like niggas like Derek Jackson, G. I don't. Kevin Samuels is a real one. He's the goal to this week, by the way. But um, but at the same time, fuck Derek Jackson, G. And this is going to be a very fun, quick segment. Fuck that nigga. Fuck Derek Jackson. Fuck him. I'm glad everything that happened to him happened. I'm glad. Shout out to that black queen who said, hey, you ain't going to put me uh in the shadows no more. I'm about to be in the light. Scripture came to light on her. And and literally, that man couldn't hide. I didn't know the man was married, by the way. 
and his wife had to come out of bed hurt and depressed. Poor soul, wow. until she started talking about spiritual warfare. I'm like, shorty, this ain't the time. But Derek Jackson's done in these streets. That man is a serial cheater. That man was out here doing a lot of wrong against his marriage to black women, telling them to shut up and hide, and then buy his book. Fuck that man, G. He's no different than future. Hey, and guess what? You can't be, you can't join the uh, the, uh, the Free Band Baptist Church, by the way, because, G, we're not going <laughs> to let you in. We won't. Nah, sorry. Nope, sorry. Fuck you, Derek Jackson. I'm glad that everything's, your life is falling apart. I am going to hop in your wife's DMs to just ruin your life even more. Just because just I'm a scumbag. <laughs> no, all you got to do is hit it. Just hit it up with the Team Jackson. What's happening? Exactly, because I am a scumbag. G. I'm, I'm literally just sit there and be like, "What's good? What's happening?" Because, gee, I should, I, I just want to see you burn. I just want to see, let you know that a big fat nigga literally hopped to your wife DMs and ruined your life even more, G. Because she slide, she was going. So hey, all the muscle for nothing, you dumb bitch. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. Anybody else want to uh, get this Derek Jackson slander in? Man, all I'm gonna say is this, man. Black men don't cheat. I'm disappointed in you, uh, Derek Jackson. He's Dominican. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> He's Dominican, G. I can't believe you did this, bro. Listen, all jokes aside, the it's wild that you recorded all those videos condemning black men. Not black men, but just condemning men in general. In front of the chick's house, dog. The audacity, man. You out here going like, hey, bro, men is scum. Literally every, like, Abba and Preach, shout out to Abba and Preach, shout out to Chisel Adonis, everybody has, who has been doing videos basically slandering you has been putting up that voice clip of you saying that if a man cheats on you, he ain't shit, and he probably had, like, he just got caught, which means he's probably been doing it before he cheated and all sorts of stuff. He been before he's sticking his and, and cheating is not sticking the dick in it. Is is talking to her, engaging with her, and all this other shit. Condemning men, and you doing this stuff in front of the chick's house. Wild. Then you record that funny ass confession video, and then to top it all off, you record a reaction to the confession video done in the third person and then you advertise your book detailing about you cheating on your wife and the journey that y'all had <laughs> to reconcile you are wild dog this whole situation is hilarious like i never took Derek jackson seriously there but i will admit because i'm not gonna lie i'm not one person to lie there were some videos that you know, Facebook assaulted me with because of algorithm reasons. Where you said some good, some some things that like you know, okay, you know, I see what you're saying type of thing. Not like I fully agree with you, but it's like I'm meeting you in the middle of the road. Like I see what you're saying, my nigga. But the fact that all this happened, the fact that you are, the fact that you blame God too, because we all Christian oh. men on this podcast. He did, yeah. He said, he, did. he said, he said one of the reasons why he cheated is because he was mad at God. Um, because like he was going through some things and like God let him down or something like that, so he resulted in he resulted in cheating. So the fact that you're not even taking full accountability for your actions, just you just a big clown, dog. Like you, it's like it's one of those things where I'm just 
I'm just sitting in the corner sipping lemonade on the beach, watching you burn, bro. And it's 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 good. We smoking on that Jackson pack. Hell that yeah. That shit hitting right now. So that's all Hell I gotta yeah. say. Anybody else wanna get these bars off, G? I'm good. I never care for losing. Yep, so. Yeah, so fuck Derek Jackson. Always and forever, G. Alright, so let's get back into the pod. Uh, so that content that you guys so gravely uh, enjoy. But, um, so what we've been reading, watching, and playing. So reading, uh, nothing. So, reading Sakamoto Days. That's the only thing I've been reading. Uh, I'm enjoying it still. My man's, uh, Literally used his former assassination assassination skills to uh, get his daughter a book bag, and it was funny as hell. Uh, moving on to what I've been playing: 2K and Spider Man. No, not not. I didn't play Spider Man this week. 2K and I played a little, played some God of War. Uh, enjoying God of War PS5 edition. It's very beautiful. Shout out to boy. Um, moving on from there, watching. Uh, Dr. Stone ended this week really freaking good. Uh, I would say it was it was probably the most consistently good anime this whole season. Like, I feel like there was not a bad episode. I also, I think they learned they less from the first season where I think in terms of how they just kind of will hit you with, oh, it's going to take a whole episode to figure out how to ex- do science. this experiment and stuff with science. They hit you with all that stuff. The pacing was so much better. Because they hit you with the science. But also it was like, hey, we're going to give you plot as well. So, like, pacing was really good. I enjoyed to start to finish. Uh, now they're about to set sail. Go around the world. So I'm looking forward to seeing what goes on the next season. You know season. what's funny? What? You know what's funny? Hey, Patreon, you already know what time it is. They're setting sail, and they've already confirmed the season three. Whereas another show has set sail and still has yet to this day reached the other side. <laughs> what show is that? The Goat. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> Everything always goes back to Hunter, Hunter slander. G. That is, that is bogus as hell. G. That is sad, bro. Is yeah. I don't know. Hey, he said set sail, bro. I didn't expect him. I didn't expect him. So the ghost of Hunter Hunter just fucked me up with his gang because I just got bodied. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the shit talking. Hey, but uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, so, so yeah, so Doctor Stone's really good. Shout out to him. I can't wait for season three. Uh, skate. I so is it safe skate, to say that? To, is it safe to say that I, I could pick it back up again? Yeah. Like I, I like I highly recommend this season. Like the pacing was really good. Like you like it wasn't like they spent like a whole two episodes just to figure out. That was one thing last season where it's like, gee, hurry the fuck up. I think it was it's making a glass. Like, like light making lights and shit like that too. Yeah, like, something like that. Like a lot of stuff I'm like, gee, how advanced they got in one season. I'm like, yo, this, they went from making tanks and grenades and all of this shit. Like they they went they're really pretty advanced at this point and now they're working on making a boat so <laughs> but yeah so i think you you would appreciate this season a lot more um but yeah skate was really good this week because finally they starting to skate and also adam just showing that he does he's team fuck these kids 
literally and figuratively, because uh, what he did to Recky, gross ass nigga. Yeah, he's really a gross ass nigga. What he did to Recky this episode was just very wild. Um, you you literally well, beat up did a kid. His thing, he did his thing. Like I'm just glad he ain't smacked this nigga with a skateboard. Like I was waiting for him to smack this nigga with a skateboard, but uh, it's good to see Recky have this moment. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention at the end. Did Recky win or did he lose? No, he lost. Oh, he lost. Okay, because I wasn't sure. Like, so it's gonna be him. It's gonna be Adam versus Longa, which next week is the last episode. So, of course. So, all right. But yeah, skate was really good this week because they actually skated and promise Neverland. That's over with. I'm glad it's over with, and this is gonna be my final rant on this until they decide to do until the Mappa cut becomes a thing so please Mappa if you listen to this and you have like a slow stretch of anime pick up Promise Netherland and redo everything after they escaped please so what did these motherfuckers do to end it so the uh, the Peter Reichy nigga commits suicide which I remember he did I don't remember if he did or not but I remember he died on the manga Fuck them. Who cares? So, they proceed to go to the other world, but this is the problem. Our m- mom dies in the manga. She gets to go, her and all the other moms leave with the kids. No. 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 So now every, everything everything's too happy and go lucky now. G, there's no consequences to the shit. Was that, that like they a did. big thing in the manga? Like when the like all the moms die, or was it just Isabella? Just Isabella. Isabella died was pretty big. And I think the demon that popped up. I think it was the queen. She popped up one last time. It was like, no, nah, you niggas ain't going nowhere. But um, but yeah. So Isabella dying was pretty much a big deal because it was like, oh, they actually did a good job explaining. Oh, okay, this is why. She did what she did and walked the bam and why she went heel. So, no, everything's too happy-go-lucky. So, they proceed to let every everybody, all the Gracefield kids, all the moms and grandma and grandma Isabella go to the human world. Plot twist. Emma, Norman, and Ray, and a couple of the the lab the lab rats stay so that they can for the next six minutes of no dialogue, save the demon world. Oh, so that was what the, the slideshow stuff that y'all was yes, talking about. the PowerPoint. Wow. wow. Wait, so she made the promise after all? No! No. They didn't even acknowledge the promise. It was the Neverland. <laughs> That's what the show was called, the Neverland. <laughs> it was literally Neverland. They're like they mention a promise, but they never, but they never show her changing the promise. Because part of the promise for Emma was you couldn't go back, you can't reunite with your homies. You could go to the human world, but you 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 sacrifice your homies. That was the that and that and, gee, fuck this show. But so during the power the PowerPoint, they finally acknowledge they finally mentioned the Demon Queen. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. They show them saving like other uh other fields. I I, I was kinda hoping that they'll say, Oh, we're gonna show you Luvis or Goldie Pond. No, no acknowledgement of it at all. They just show them walking around, 
uh, and shit like that. And then they show, acknowledge that a war did happen between, I guess, the humans and the demons. And that just shows... Another one? Just, exactly. <laughs> uh, where they acknowledge, oh, they they went and attacked the, uh, the royalty, the demon royalty and shit. They acknowledge it, but they don't show it. They just show a bunch of flags and fire. So I'm like, you niggas are serious right now, huh? Then they show them showing uh, the giving Mujika, whatever the fuck her name is, the crown, which is wrong because Luvis took the crown uh, to be king of the demons. They fucking up. So Luvis doesn't exist here. They didn't even show the demon queen. They just say her by name, by the way. So then they show Phil. Fuck Phil, by the way, because literally Phil, I, I, I still don't understand the hype in Phil, by the way. But they show Phil in the human world or all the other kids. They live in live, living their life and crap like that. One of the moms look like they got married and shit. I'm like, oh, okay, they live in normal lives. They show Phil and Phil and all the kids running by a lake and a grown-up Emma, Ray, and Norman. And that's how it ends. Yeah, they did. They did what they trail like to do. It was wild. They pressed X. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell y'all something. I got two new Switch games. Don't know what the fuck going on in this story. Don't know what the fuck going on in Monster Hunter story. <laughs> Look, we don't care about Monster Hunter stories. It's all about literally getting getting that loot, man. That's what it's all about. But uh, but yeah, fuck uh. Cloverworks, yeah, I'm like I keep tweeting them, and hopefully they don't block us on the Black Otaku's page. I'm on y'all ass. <laughs> I'm on y'all ass. Seriously, I, I, y'all fucked up so bad. Niggas is sitting there, even niggas who are anime only watches. Like, I'm so confused and shit. Like this ending was very bad. I'm like, well, me as a manga reader, there's a hundred. They skipped over a hundred chapters of content and plot. They're like, oh, for real. I'm like, yes. Yeah. They want it out. They want it out bad. Like, gee, I understand Hori Mia is decent and fire, but bro, gee, it's it's a romance anime. You don't need animation crews for that, G. You don't. We'll we'll get to that. Mm. Uh, I let Cam cook on that because I ain't watched this week's episode. And last week's episode was kind of a snore fest. Um, So, I don't know what Cloverworks is working on. I'll look at it later. But, uh, fuck you, niggas, G. Outright to like fuck y'all. G. I got a theory though. I have a theory. I think I know what happened, and I'm actually gonna apologize to everybody who is a Promise Neverland fan. I'm the reason why Promise Neverland <laughs> ended the way it did. Peep it, right? I want y'all to peep this. So we all started reading Promise Neverland around the same time, right? I stopped reading Promise Neverland. When we got to what part? We got right, like right between, like the the right before this Goldilocks shit happened. Yeah, that's when I stopped, stopped right reading. And the anime deviated heavily on Goldie Pond. So here's what I'm thinking: they had deviate. They acknowledge sort of, it. <laughs> no, but listen, listen though, listen. They had they had a like like a like a. a 
statistics, right? And they were saying they they looked at the statistics of people who read Promise Neverland, and they was like, oh man, we got a lot of people who are enjoying Goldie Pond, they enjoying the, the manga, this shit is awesome. And then they saw that it was one person, one person that was reading Promise Neverland at the time who was like, hey, I'm out. And it was right before it was right before Goldie Pond. So what they did was like, we lost somebody. That means that this arc and everything that happens afterward is low key garbage. So we got to change shit up for the anime, right? So that's what the that's what the manga did when they when they handed her the stats. Like, hey, it's this one dude who was reading your manga who legit stopped watching before Goldie Pond, and she was like, okay, we just go change it. No more Goldie Pond. No more Promise. No more Demon Queen. None of that shit. We changing it. So I'm gonna work with CloverWorks and we go we gonna make sure that this dude stays tuned to season two to watch it. But unfortunately, just like with Promise Neverland my promise was not kept so i apologize y'all i'm the reason why season two of promise neverland happened the way it did because i stopped reading it before goldie pond so that made them self-doubt and change it so you know i apologize to y'all but at the same token i don't give a fuck because uh <laughs> that shit got boring as fuck to me so yeah so that's all. That's it. I'm like, and I was looking at everything Cloverworks has done. Like I was looking through the catalogy. They don't have much action shit. The most action shit they have, Cam, you gonna laugh is Darling and the Franks. Wait, they did Darling. It all makes sense now. But they it also, all... but Cam, hold on, Cam, hold on. They also did Millionaire Detective. Oh, yeah. but that doesn't. That's more. You know, that's like a that's like an exception to the rule. You know what I mean? Like that's like a, you know, even a even a cow farts smell good sometimes type of thing, right? Yeah, like, like everything that, is very slice of life. Wait, they did some fates. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they. I remember them doing some fate shit because uh, you 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 foldable was like, man, we can't be doing all this shit. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm on y'all ass. I don't care what y'all did, G. So y'all kiss my ass, bro. Y'all 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 fucked up. But anyway, y'all uh, DC, you go ahead. Uh. I was just saying they managed to make the the manga look better, and I didn't think you could do that. <laughs> wow. Because like unlike Cam, I I love like I I stopped like after Goldie Pond, and I think me and Daytrail stopped at the same spot where I'm gonna say that I, I, I want to say <laughs> <laughs> I already don't care about the series and hearing this makes me happy so now even the anime watchers I can say this show is trash so <laughs> we tried to warn you should have watched the pod you would you could have avoided this I warned y'all I told y'all I stopped reading that stuff before Goldie Pond I was like bro I can't I ain't even gonna lie bro this shit kind of boring to me I know y'all said Goldie Pond is heat but now that we got the anime and now that we got the manga, ain't no need for me to divulge in that shit. That's true. I'm exempt from it. So hey, shout out to you, Chris. You stuck through this shit through thick and thin, bro. You deserve content. that shit, bro. They give you <laughs> niggas content, bro. <laughs> That's what the things I do for content, G. But uh, DC, you go ahead and do your reading, watching, playing. 
mine's gonna be quick. I think. Oh, actually, DC, when you talk about watching, you should give us a quick little, your quick little thoughts on uh, the Snyder Cut. Oh, okay, yeah, I love the Snyder Cut, and I will say that, although that the length time is bogus, you cannot. Like anybody that says, "Oh, it needs to be four hours," no, you—that's horrible. That's horrible pacing. You, you, could you didn't like Aqu- you didn't like the village people singing when Aquaman uh, went to the water. There are parts that I hated, and that's one of them. I hate the slow mo that pissed me off. No, I hated all the little unnecessary music set. You don't need to do it that much. You could have just kept the generic specifically like for Woman's theme song. G. Say for that one woman. <laughs> we know who. You are, you, you are like the Wonder Woman? Hey, Wonder Woman's OST was not it. <laughs> that, that shit was garbage. She just kept... It, it was... My mom was making fun of it. That's how bad it was. And my mom loves Wonder Woman. And she was making fun of it. Whole movie. So... But other than that, I will say that I really enjoyed... Because my main critique, I think everybody's heard me say, is that how Superman was written in the first one. Yeah, he... Was like, Jesus. She, yeah. I... I don't like Superman that much, personally. Like, I like him doing his own thing. I like him in his own movies, own comics, but I don't like him in Justice League settings, only because, for me, I think he doesn't need them. It takes the threat, because it's like, you know Superman finna beat their ass type of situation. Yeah, like, I'm here to fight Darkseid and whoever is the guy that's whooping y'all ass, and that's cool, but it makes me think of everybody less. So it's like, keep it, I like to keep him on his own thing. But... This movie did a good job of showcasing the team, which I wanted. Yeah. It fleshed out Aquaman a lot more because he was just a dick in the last movie. I like Aquaman, but this helped him. It helped characterize him a lot more. Um, the cyborg stuff is way better in this one than the last one. But I will say he was a little bit too edgy for me. Yeah, I got to ask you, how did how did you feel? Because we talked about this in the last week's podcast. But it's fucking dad death scene bro well it was okay. still there on the first one but it was no different so i don't like that dad i thought he was doing the most of the whole movie and when um they were storming the building like the justice league and he was like hey this is a false alarm let me he was trying to call the cops and he's like oh false false alarm i'm like there's no point for him to be here and then when he dies and tries to get the signal or whatever you could have just told him to do that you didn't have to die in, in place the queue nope. Walked out and pressed the button. That was stupid. That was stupid. I was laughing. I was happy he died because that I did not like his dad. I was with Victor on that. Like fuck your dad. But uh, yeah, I like. Lo- oh, I love what they did with the Flash in this movie. I'm happy yep. that they made him because like he. I love the Superman scene where Superman sees him and he catches up to him. But it kind of made me sad because I'm like, dang, Flash is faster than this. But Way this faster. movie. But he is. Hey, look, I, I'm a Superman stand, but Flash is young. Yeah, this, that's, that's why. A, that's this the is excuse. Fox told him not to go Damn. too fast. That Don't, is true. That I'm is a true. Superman stand, but I gotta I always gotta uh, eat the defeat of Flash being, you know, faster than this nigga. It's just and Loki, Loki more broken because this nigga can just reset time whenever he wants to. I love that they did. That, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, technically, Superman can reset time too. Yeah, he can. Not as good as Flash, though. All you got to do is go around the earth a couple more times. Chris Reeves. that bitch back. But, yeah, I I love the Flash. I was a little pissed off that that gun, like that one pair of demon was able to tag him. Like, that pissed me off. And the running. 
Yeah, I'm like, no way in hell he's getting hit. Oh yeah, the running, he's like swimming like you could have kept that. Like, I don't know, but uh I mean I like I like Ezra Miller a little bit, but um I do like the first movie he wasn't that annoying, but the second movie I kind of felt like his jokes weren't funny. Come on, in the Snyder cut? Yeah, both cuts. I don't like he was like the when he says like what is a resume? Like that didn't Oh yeah, what is brunch or something like that? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, it didn't make me laugh at all. The only times no, he was funny was like uh when he got hit and he was like, I just need a minute and he was like breathing hard. Like that made me kinda laugh. And then like maybe I don't remember. I don't think any scene made me laugh by him, but they could have I do like the little like character scenes with him and his dad. Those were good, but the jokes just leave it to I don't know who else, but don't have him be the joke guy no more. Nobody. Nobody yeah. in that bitch is funny. I, I except for Batman. Surprisingly, Batman was probably like the funniest dude out of the in, no. in the Justice League. Yeah, Godot was. Cause Kyle, no. Kyle, no. Oh my god. <laughs> we gonna end up going. Hey, look. Before we don't want to go back. To... <laughs> I'll wrap my my little segment up real quick. But like, I I enjoy everything. I love the um Martian Manhunter inclusion. I was pissed off though because I'm like I expected him to come later, and he only came at the. The it, final. It, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. <laughs> I like, I like, I like anybody that resembles, like anything that resembles the cartoon team. I love. I want that. So like, when I saw him, I'm like, okay. But out. The dreams is gone, bro. Them dreams is gone. And the <laughs> epilogue scene. I love the epilogue scene, but I, I'm I'm bitter because we're never gonna get this. Nope. But like that talk with. Cause I love Jason. Jason Todd is my favorite Bat- Batman family member. I'm basic as hell for that, but it is what it is. So that little talk that they had about Jason was pretty cool, and it it, it opened up doors. And we never seen Jared Leto talk to Ben Affleck, so it was cool to see that finally and have that pseudo payoff. But yeah, it's just bitter. Like I'm bitter because I want DC to be good, but Warner Brothers does. Can't get it right. It's a, it's a shitty movie company when it comes to keeping the actors. That's true. They just need to. I don't know what it is. The animation studio needs to absorb the film. Whatever. I don't know what it. Blow it up. Don't do no more films because I don't see how y'all could get it right beyond the Zack Snyder stuff. But I give it a good seven. I like it. The, what would you give the original? The two, three. <laughs> That shit garbage, bro. That shit garbage. I hate that movie, bro. I did not like that movie. Uh, I still like Aquaman better. I still like the first Wonder Woman better yeah. than this movie. Mm-hmm. But it's better than Batman v Superman, and it's better than Justice League. So, yeah, and '84. Uh, oh, '84, big garbage. That's like a two-two. That's a man. But uh, I'll just skip like my reading. Uh, I will say Cam for the was it Rent a Girlfriend? He finally said uh uh well no he did no he he finally told the the uh underage chick that hey I don't I don't want to do this anymore, I wanna go with Mizuhara, but obviously she wasn't going. But he's taking the steps to like I can't be doing this crap. I'm trying I'm to be a creep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh mommy chick is like Everybody know like mommy just came out and said, "Oh, I know your, her like her false identity." He just figured she just 
told Mizuhara, yeah, I know what's going on. So she's probably going to snitch to the grandma. So that's going to be interesting. Um, what else did I read? Oh, yeah, Mommy, Black Clover. Mommy's the type of person that listens to Derek Jackson. She do. Believe every word, too. And uh, They need some Kevin Samuels in their life. Mm. People need to stop. That's what they need to do. <laughs> Worry about yourself. But uh, <laughs> Black Clover, though, the, chap- the two chapters that I read, they're fleshing out, what's his name, Kim? I forgot. The vice captain of the Black Bulls? Oh. Yeah, I don't know his name either, but I know he's all about Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, but it's pretty textbook. I know what it is, but I won't spoil because I know people are still watching it. But I enjoy that character, though. So I'm interested in this devil spoil stuff. Because I, I don't know if it's going to even get there. No, I didn't. I didn't catch. I, I still got to catch up. Oh, no, sorry, Ken. Seven episodes behind. Yeah, they're going over. They're going over his backstory somewhat, but it's tied to Yami, so it's it's interesting. Um, then I think One Piece last week y'all talked about the Odin stuff, right? Talked about the Odin. Yeah. What else? Oh, wasn't on last break. Chapter? It was on break, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah, no, you it know was this, on break. this episode. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, yeah we, we did talk. About it we talked about <laughs> it. We did talk about it though. Like we did. Talk we talked about, about the Odin. theories, the potential theories. We didn't talk yeah. about this actual chapter that just happened. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, I'll leave that for later. I think that's it. I don't think was it like a Dragon Ball Super? Y'all talked about Super? Yeah, talked about Super yeah, and Boruto. Yeah, Cam week. hit that last week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Boruto. No Boruto, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And then Super, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I love. I like the little two covers, color, color spreads of that song um, on Instagram. I think it's like, I don't know if it's fan made or it's like you know how like sometimes they get covers of manga before they release. Yeah. If that's the case, I would love to see how like Vegeta in the Galactic Patrol armor and Goku. In oh it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if yeah. that's how this arc is going, I'm enjoying it because I saw Seventeen on there. I saw Gohan. It's, oh. it's but yeah, that's it for me this week. Right, I'm gonna try to curse that. Super speed. Um, switch. Got that. Beautiful. Uh, didn't watch anything. And the only thing I talk about is playing, bought the Dragon Ball Superheroes game, enjoy it. The greatest thing about that is making different teams and finding out that Golden Freezer has another transformation out the Golden Freezer. And just fuck it. For anybody who on the YouTube side, and if you watch and you saw the the other side of this screen of the first match I had against Golden Freezer, you would have seen he absolutely fucking bopped me in that third round. And I just was quiet because I didn't feel like screaming. No, but I was able to beat him because it's team comp. Um, but yeah, you got a gotcha system. I am addicted to Dragon Ball gotcha games and stuff for Legends. But it's not, you don't pay for it. It's all in-game shit, so. Which is amazing. And they make you grind for it, too. But um, other than that, chilling, my Thunder World, me and Cam would talk briefly on that later. Um, but enjoying my Switch. I'm playing No Man's Sky if I play my PS4. Um, that's about it. PS5. PS5, fuck, you know. Look, I'm a, I'm a Nintendo stand now. I can't. I be messing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, they're all trash. Yeah, you know, I'm a Switch. Same oh, thing for me. <laughs> oh, and uh, I've been playing Apex with I want extra and B- Beanos. I have actually have more wins in Apex than I do Fortnite. So, shout out to hey. I'm back. All right. So for me, um. 
reading lore olympus um really good chapter basically the last two chapters we're dealing with if for people who know about um mint like the actual plant mint's backstory and like actual greek mythology essentially i don't know if it was persephone but essentially mint was an actual like imp um i think it was imp. i think they call them imps right and she was an imp and essentially um what happened is that she was cursed um with turning into a plant and her name was mint and she turned into a mint uh plant so that's kind of like when you hear about stories about if you've ever heard anything about the actual mint plant um that's kind of the greek mythology lore behind it so in the actual lauren lipman story uh mint when she was an imp was dating hades and now that hades is like yo fuck you i'm all about persephone um she got jealous she basically tried to confront hades while persephone was there persephone got pissed and basically cursed her and turned her into a plant so this chapter was basically dealing with the aftermath of like <laughs> turn it to turn it to a plant. Turn oh, that so this is basically dealing weed, with. <laughs> yeah, you don't mess with Persephone, bro. She's she's the goddess. She's the goddess. She's the goddess of spring and goddess of death, <laughs> and 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 the same in the same uh, semblance. So, uh, very interesting stuff. I'm just I'm just enjoying the series just because it's romance. You know, I love romance and uh, Greek mythology. I'm st- I'm a huge fucking sucker for Greek mythology. I find it so very interesting. So great series i'm gonna keep saying it webtoons rachel smith that's next on the Crunchyroll originals make it happen um and for watching uh what did i say i talk about chris uh hori mia hori mia yeah okay um another cloverworks l um this episode was a fucking snooze fest um i think next episode is last i think the next episode is the last one right because it's more than likely it is Um, if this next episode did what this episode did i'm good on season two you can you can you can keep you can keep hoarding me i i'm like this episode so chris spoiling because literally you just this it's about purple hair folks and blonde chick she goes over his house and no it's not anything sexual nothing like that they're just playing fucking video games and he's talking about like he likes her but he doesn't want to confess his feeling to her because it's embarrassing shit i do not give a fuck about um and then um what else was there um and then like the freaking student council president doesn't want to go over his girlfriend's house because he's afraid of bugs and her room has bugs in it not like actual live but but like freaking hates plastic hates with bugs displays and he doesn't want to see that and then we get five minutes of Five minutes out of this total episode of Corey and uh, Mia Moore actually interacting with each other. It was a nice little interaction. I won't spoil that because it was a pretty sweet interaction, but it's too much. It's too much focus on side characters and not enough on the actual characters the show is named about. I came here to see Corey and Mia Moore's relationship, the comedy between them, and how they impact the world around them and the characters around them. Not characters and shit I, like unnecessary high school love bullshit drama i do not care about so this episode was a hell this 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 show started off slow. is this what the fuck you look like like a piece of shit you look like some shit Come on. <laughs> that's what it's, like it's such me, a shame because this uh, i mean because dc know like i was talking to i was talking to show up like whenever we would have to yeah party, i, I love the show it's just but, like this this show fell off 
it just it just fell off for me, bro. Like it's just like I I'm really here for Hori and Miyamura. Like if you were to have the characters kind of like confront and bring their problems to them, and then they somehow shape how their uh, the other relationships of the other characters go, I would have been fine with that. But like literally cutting like like whole episodes dedicated on these characters without showing your flagship characters is bro like this ain't one piece you ain't got 500,000 characters where you can cut to all other places while a fucking war is going on nigga. and you they're not got... that interesting like one piece characters right you don't have you don't have that luxury of cutting to your different characters and i and i was looking at some forms and shit and people were that was a big complaint is that like after a certain chapter in the manga of Horimiya, they do a lot of focus on the side characters instead of Hori and uh, Miyamura. And I also heard that the final chapter was very disappointing too. So, <sighs> I ain't watching. Damn it. Damn it, man. Like, DC, watch up until episode nine. All right. I'm going to check it out. Just don't, bro. Just don't watch it, bro. Now, episode nine is like the season finale, technically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's one. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. technically season. That's nine. series episode finale. Episode nine is. <laughs> yeah. Because like after that is literally like, when you care about purple hair folks, you care about green hair shorty, you care about blonde hair. It's nonsense. So, moving on from there. Um. Uh. We're talking about everything else later, right, Chris? Yeah, like yeah, one hit re-zero, jiu-jitsu, attack on Titan. And oh, but piece. not 2.43. Yeah, you hit that because, yeah. I, yeah, so 2.43 ended this week. Um, I, I have to say that this, this was a good fix, you know what I mean? Like, this is kind of like when you, like, you a drug addict and you used to smoking, like, the highest form of crack. And so, like, you go on rehabilitation, but then you get that fix, that one more time fix, like, I need... I need so like IQ is like that saw that premium. I gotta you know I gotta hit this shit and every time I hit this shit is you know what I mean. And now we I, now I'm waiting on season five. I'm in rehabilit. I'm him. I'm in rehab, but I still need my fix. I still need something to, to, to calm the itch. And that was and that was what two point four three was for me. Um, and I like this final episode. It basically I don't know if we're gonna get a season two. Uh, I hope so because. I really want to see the spring tournament and I want to see them play against other people. Um, but essentially it's setting up like, you know, they win obviously against the, the people and now they're training and getting ready for spring tournament. Um, but like the biggest kind of conflict in the episode is that uh, dude with the glasses, he's like, um, he kind of feels a little bit empty. Uh, cause like he, he's like, okay, what, what happens next type of thing. And then he talks to the, the main guy of the, of the enemy team they're facing Subaru. Um, he's at their training camp and he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to be going to, I think they call it like U21 and U19, which is essentially spots that are, it's uh, like, elected uh, spot like Olympic, for the it's national like teams. It, yeah. For the national Olympic teams and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, so he was basically like you and, um, your friend, you could potentially be selected to be a part of the Japanese, the Japan national youth team for volleyball. So then now the glass dude is like, okay, let's win this spring tournament and then let's take on the world. Like I want to play against people all around the world. So I don't know if that it's kind of like 
it's over now. That that that's their goal. That's all you like get. A it's like a future motivation. Almost. Yeah, but I mean, I would still like to see a season two. I would still like to see them take on the spring tournament and things like that. But if we don't get it, it's still a satisfying ending. We got a really good game of volleyball because the animation, I forgot to mention this the last time I talked about 2.43, the animation when they were playing volleyball, specifically with Subaru, the guy on the enemy team, was really, I'm talking like, it's like it's kind of like I'm I, I was getting like high Q PTSD as far as like holy shit this is some really good spiking animation, blocking animation it was just really good so like season two with that kind of style would be amazing but all in all if I were to give the, a final verdict for two point four three I give it a strong eight out of ten. I kind of started harsh on it just because I'm a high Q stand and like nothing can touch the greatness that is high Q but. Upon giving it a chance and looking at the episodes and looking at the actual volleyball matches that they had, it was a solid show. So I recommend it if you are into volleyball and you are like me waiting for season five of IQ. Um, and then also, oh, another thing too that I wanted to wrap up is um, Jobless Reincarnation also ended last week. Um, 11 episodes. I was not expecting that. Um, but it did also get confirmed to get a season two. Um, I like this show. It's it's an, I everybody on this podcast knows I have a low tolerance for isekais. Like I, it's like if you don't if you don't hit that mark right, then it's it's an instant drop for me. But I do like what Jobless Reincarnation does as as far as like the main character, how he's like basically a fucking loser in written in, in real life. But then when he gets reincarnated, I think the good thing is that it, he starts off as like a like a literal newborn baby. So it's kind of like us, the viewers, looking at the show, we get to kind of experience him grow into becoming that, like, character who's eventually going to be the most broken person in the whole world and blah, blah, blah. Instead of just off the bat, like, I'm the most strongest nigga in this world, but I have zero personality like every other isekai. <laughs> um, but in this show, like, he actually has, you get to kind of see his him dealing with um, the consequences of him being a shut-in when he was in real life and how it transfers to him in the uh, the new world and how he interacts with several characters um in the the current arc that we're in now um where they're in like this demon continent uh he befriends one of these guys uh i forgot what they call him but it's basically like they're basically like the black people of the show nobody likes them um and they're banned from going into cities and shit like that and so the main character makes it his goal to basically say like hey these guys are people just like us and like they're not scary they care about people and you know stop being an asshole towards them so cool this really cool show if i were to give this show a final verdict i would give it a nine out of ten um this is probably like one of the best isekais i've seen in a while probably ever because like to me there's no such thing as a good isekai um but uh <laughs> yeah so that was jobless reincarnation so all in all i think i guess we'll talk about this later like our thoughts on the overall winter anime right once we talk about like the rest of the stuff yeah so i'll save i'll save it for that but two solid two solid uh shows finishing um and on to playing so i recently got um what i call uh a freaking phone activated shout out to my uh shout out to me upgrading your boy got the galaxy S21 Ultra. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We big boys, we big league. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw the 5G hit when I was in downtown. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm 5G. I'm finna get coronavirus now. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I hope you, I hope you uh, people that were sharing that shit, you looking at your Facebook memories in shame. That's all I'm gonna say. They not. They probably fans of Derrick Jackson. Um, but... Anyway, uh, on to playing. So I recently got this game, and this was a game that I was pretty, I was looking forward to a lot, uh, called uh, Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town. Essentially, like Daytrail knows because he's played it. Um, it's a not he's played it, but like if you know about farming similar simulators, specifically if you know about Stardew Valley, this game is literally 3D Stardew Valley, um, with some slight differences, but I really like this game. This is basically one of like the ultimate kind of like chill games. There's some thinking required because it's a farming simulator. You have to set shit up. Uh, but um, I'm all, all in all, I'm enjoying it. Like the core mechanics of actually establishing a farm, like, you know, establishing like bar animals and shit like that. All that is there. Uh, the stark differences is that it's easier to maintain inventory. Like I know like people who play Stardew Valley getting them book bag upgrades is like necessary especially at the beginning of the game when you collecting a whole bunch of shit and you don't want to keep going back and forth and like building chests and shit like that it gets annoying but in this game inventory management way fucking easier it's um a lot easier as far as like setting up crops um it's a lot easier as far as like building up kind of like makers so like they have things like brick makers textile makers um ingot makers where you can convert ore into like pure gold or pure silver shit like that so you can upgrade your farming tools like your axe your hammer your watering cans shit like that um it's really easier to communicate with like townspeople um because you there's actual like there's like a skill tree that's in this game where essentially you can level up like your crops you, you can level up your crop skill you can level up your communication skills things like that um the story so to speak of the game is similar to Stardew Valley where your granddad owned the farm and you want to you, you want to work in the farm so you go back to where your granddad is because he's dead and he has a farm so you take over it um and the game does have waifus so shout out to that and also the the game is very inclusive like I mean like super inclusive I'm talking you can make before you even choose before you even choose a gender role, so to speak, you can make like a dude character dress up like a female with a dude voice or whatever we want to call it. And then you go into the actual game itself and like the mayor of the town confirms with you, are you a boy or are you a girl? Like something like that. So like, you know, very inclusive. Every bird, everybody in that town who's a bachelor or a bachelorette, so to speak, is bi. So you know, gay marriage, same-sex marriage, very inclusive. So I say get the game, man. I think I, I, it's a really chill game. You play it however, however you want to play it. Um, and it's only $50, um, which for the amount of stuff that you can do in that game, it's worth that price and more. So I would give it a first impression rating of, um, honestly, as far as farming simulators go, aside from Stardew Valley, which... If you ask me to rate Stardew Valley, it's an easy 10 out of 10. That game is fucking amazing. Um, Story of Seasons to me is also a 10 out of 10. Since it's 3D Stardew Valley and it does a lot of things that I liked that Stardew Valley does and improve on some of the things that I kind of was like, this is kind of annoying or this is 
I don't like doing this in Stardew Valley. It's a lot more easier to do in Story of Seasons. So pick up the game if you want a chill game to play. Um, and also shout out to One Piece, Treasure Cruise. They released um, a batch for uh, the Beehive Island. So Gecko Moria, we got a new Black Bear legend and we got a bunch of the Black Bear pirates like Vasco, um, freaking chick with the sword, dude in the prison clothes. Um, so really good batch um, and content surrounding that story island. I'm saying this for tax cut purposes, just in case people don't know, if you don't care about One Piece Treasure Cruise, I don't care, I'm deep it so I can write this down when uh, tax season rolls around next year. So got the One Piece. And also Dokkan Battle too with Broly. Tax reasons as well. So that's it for me. All right, cool. So let's go ahead. We'll do Tupac and Warner Soldier later. Um, let's stick to anime shit. Um, so let's do ReZero first. So ReZero hit its season finale this week as well. Um, it was an okay episode. Like nothing too flashy. They uh they killed the demon rabbits. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, but that was the big threat of the entire season was the demon rabbits. And <laughs> uh so yeah, like and Subaru has a lolly whose hand he has to hold which gives him powers. That's one thing I learned. So. No, he's she. So Beatrice is basically like, so you know how Puck, Puck is to Amelia, what Beatrice is to Subaru now. She oh. formed a contract. He he. They both formed a contract. So now Beatrice is Subaru's great spirit, basically. Okay, that makes sense. Then. Oh well, Subaru has access super uh to magical powers now, where he can kill the demon rabbits. So, um, it seems. It's confirmed that Rose Wall and Ram is going to be a thing. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I don't. You, you keep going. I'll get my thoughts on that. Uh, they did also let Rose Wall uh, let them all whoop his ass at one point, which made me believe because Ram did let that nigga console all his stuff on her thighs. And in Japan, that's a huge compliment. Uh, what else happened on this episode? Yeah, he he he's a simp out here in these streets, so he's down bad, badly. Um, anything else happened on this episode? All the Amelia shit with Subaru was just cringy. Like, how old are you? How old are you, bro? Like you 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 thought. You thought you was pregnant off of a kiss, and I'm like, bro, what? What? The oh fuck? yeah, that yeah, because that's the uh, that's the trope. It's like a it's like a romance, like rom com trope. Unfortunately, um, where like a lot of shows do this, where girls are so innocent that they think that if they get kissed on the lips that they get pregnant. It's it's dumb. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. Especially after everything wild that just happened. Um, then I think they had a conversation about Subaru being her knight, and I was like, okay, I guess that's an upgrade. Well, he I got guess. knighted. He got knighted, he got knighted yeah, knighted. so he's officially her knight. So, similar to, uh, how the other niggas who's trying to be elected to be whatever, uh, 
he's that to her officially now. So, yeah, that's all I remember. It was a whatever after the rap. Yeah, died. this is another one of those shows that fell off for me, unfortunately. Uh, like this, this show became a fucking chore to watch after a while, bro. To the point where I made it every time I, cause for people who know. Who don't know i watch all my weeklies typically on saturdays before we record just so that i can have it fresh in my mind when we talk about the stuff and i watch re-zero i was watching re-zero first to get that shit out the way um it got to that point for me um this episode was i liked the subaru beatrice stuff um even though no no i fucking hate lollies but I do like the context of Beatrice's character. I like what Subaru did as far as like freeing her from that contract, so to speak, and basically going like, listen, yo, fuck what your mom said, bro. Like, be you and join me. And so like, it's pretty cool that Subaru kind of got an upgrade, even though like he's weak, he's still technically weak as shit, but like he's far more powerful end of season two than he was end of season one start of season one and then even end of season one so it's nice to see kind of like his growth power wise in the structure of the universe of ReZero. um the final confrontation with the rabbits was kind of cool so to speak um i'm it wasn't anything too i was expecting kind of more flashy animations but i mean beatrice did do some op shit so i mean he has he has the op lolly who's a magical goddess at his side. So like that nigga can't be touched. Um, the Rosewall stuff pissed me off. Um, like him getting beat up and stuff like that. Like the thing is, is that like, because I don't care about a lot of characters in that show, them being mad at Rosewall did nothing to me. Cause it was just like, especially Petra. Like when she started going like I hate you, I'm like bitch, shut your goofy ass up. Like nobody cares about your opinions or thoughts or anything. Like shut up, you a maid, serve. Mm. You're not entitled to no opinions. Fucking goofy broad, bro. She listening to Derek Jackson, bro. It's not some. It's not. It's not. It's not your whole fault. It's his fault, head ass. Um, but yeah, that whole confrontation was dumb. Amelia, cringy shit. Like say sorry, say sorry. Now we can move on. Um just cringe uh the ram and rosewall stuff the way i see it i still think that he's because he, when he was talking to subaru he said that his goal was to bring his teacher back and like he's like i want to like just and then like he it showed a shot of rim and my theory is that basically he's gonna absorb subaru and whatever way subaru finds a way to bring rim back he's gonna try to utilize that same method to bring a kid in the back so I would say that like he's still deeply in love with Echidna and Ram is a simp basically. Like he he cares about Ram now as a person, but I don't think he loves her. I think he's more like whatever. I guess you can stick around me. And it's a lot it's a lot of simps in the show basically. Because Garf is a simp too because he likes Ram and Ram does not like him at all. So refriend zone, G. Recent zone, bro. Resentful um, refriend zone. Uh, the Amelia stuff was low key. The Amelia knighting ceremony stuff was. Who cares? 
Um, I mean, it was cool. For, it's again, Kasuru is the main character. I have to have a main character bias. This was a good moment for him because he got his dream of being the ultimate simp for uh, Amelia. So shout out to him. Um, and then the conversation, the conversation they had on the balcony was annoying because it's like, just just fucking say that y'all like each other and move on. Y'all not high schoolers. Y'all not fucking kindergartners. Y'all can say, hey, we both have feelings for each other. We like each other. Instead of, I promise. Come to my room and I'll tell you how I feel about this. Shut, shut up, bro. Um, yeah, this again, just like Horimiya, when season three comes out, obviously I'll watch it because I'm deep in the show, but I'm not hyped for season three. I don't, Chris, do you care about this royal selection shit or do you even know why we care? Why should we care about this royal selection shit? Uh, if I recall. It, not really, but I think it should. If I had to take an assumption, you uh, when them niggas popped up on the beginning, got <laughs> fact in the beginning of this season, when them niggas popped up, uh, the greed nigga and the, I forgot what the other dude name, uh, I think they had purpose was to affect the um natural the well, royal selection. we don't know what we don't know like is we're two seat we're end of season two and we have no idea why should we care about the royal selection why should we care that amelia of all people should ascend the throne like what is her ascending the throne gonna do for anybody yeah. what is the important like we don't know any of that shit and so it's like I, it's hard to get hyped about the future when it's like i don't even know what the fuck is going on in the present so all in all, if I were to give ReZero a final rating, I'm giving this sh- season two as a whole, I'm giving it a five out of ten. Average. It was average. Yeah, oh, for me, man. I'd give it a six. It's like, like I know it's not, it's still average, but like the, high, the highs were really good, but the lows were just really Jesus low. Christ. This <laughs> is like Jesus Christ. So, and there were like, a lot of lows this season as opposed to high. Like, especially the second half. Like, the second half was just Jesus Christ. Like, at least the first half, I'm like, okay, we got a lot that went on and a lot of Subaru deaths. So, that, you know, I'm always down for Subaru dying in the most witty of ways. So, but like, the second half was just like, shout out to character development, but it was like, okay, bro. So, uh, let's go ahead and move on. Jujutsu Kaisen. Perfect way to really end the season. Um, you could just tell Mapple had every the A team, the B team, they S team, and C team. This was like this was like a they blew their budget on this episode. Exactly like <laughs> they said, hey, everybody involved on this episode. So, uh, but yeah, like I I truly enjoyed the fight in itself. Like even though like I said last week, I really didn't care about last week's episode as much. Just for the setup and all of that, like, I know we got Fushiguro have his moment, but, like, just to actually see, like, the growth of Itadori as a, fi- as a, uh, as yeah, a jiu-jitsu sorcerer, bro. and, uh, even, I really hate that, I forgot shorty name, but not Sakura. Hammer. Yeah, Hammer Chick, more useful than Sakura Sakura, uh, have her really show, like, the extent to how great her powers are was really dope. Um, it's dope to actually see... Like, they're not actually fighting cursed spirits now, but it's actually like, yo, we're fighting actual, like, humans now. Living, living beings. They're not like, humans. Li- yeah. 
living curses. Like it's kind of like I think they might break it, dwell more into it the next season. But it is a good way to introduce like, hey, like these are living human curse type beings right now that you guys are fighting. They're not just like spirits that you just exercise. And just the fighting and stuff was really dope. Like I was like, animation was <laughs> like this is this is what we mean by like sometimes like when we see fights in the manga is like oh, okay this looks dope but like I want it animated to the pristine. This is with Shonen particularly. This is how you do it. You you supposed to capitalize on moments like this and they did, especially like for a character who hasn't really got a lot of shine with a uh, hammer shorty. It's like, okay, we got to make her look good. And, like, she looked great in these moments. Mm. So, like, shout out to Mappa, uh, especially because it's funny because it's just, like, we know the the mangaka doesn't care about the women characters much, but they did a good job making her look strong. When Even most of the female characters, even though I know Cam is very, didn't care for most of them, most of the female characters look really good throughout the anime in itself. But, um... But Hammer Short definitely looked really great. And her power is the most interesting. Like, the most interesting amongst uh, a lot of the characters. Because just, like, she can really take out most of them if she has, if, if she has time and, like, uh-huh. range and stuff. No, like, no, like she can't. Ability. You said what? I don't think she can. Maybe, like, the B-team niggas in the other school. But, like, they, they, they wank. They wank everybody in the main Jujutsu Kaisen school so much that it's like, I don't see her. Like, Panda nigga? Nah. Well, of course, Panda folks, nigga that nigga. Folks that talk can literally just tell her, sit the fuck down and don't do shit. And she we know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I like the the potential death it has, but like in terms of, you know, everything else. Like, everybody else is broken as shit. And then you have bootleg Rock Lee woman. <laughs> yeah, Rock, Rule 23 Rock Lee. There we go. Wait, but I, I overall enjoy like Jujutsu Kaisen like like I said with uh Doctor Stone was really consistent like Jujutsu Kaisen really didn't have much of a low moment if it even if it was it was probably like a couple of episodes or a few episodes um in itself but like I enjoyed it from start to finish it's a good start and I just hope it's like I said, it's only up from here because you have to hype now you're at this point you're like going in. You're up there with, in terms of hype now, you're up there with My Hero now. Like, even though we give My Hero flack on this podcast, anime-wise, but you're up there in terms of hype now. Like, you, you people be like, oh, man, I can't wait till the new My Hero season start. You're up there with that now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sure MAPPA's going to continue to invest a lot of budget animation time towards Jujutsu Kaisen, so I'm really curious to see where things go. I don't know Unless where things are going with the manga. You said what? Unless it gets picked up by another studio. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> if Map was smart, you you hold on to this tightly, G. Um, Alex, I don't know where the manga is going from here. So like that depends on how the next season may look or the direction they may go. But um, it's only up from here in terms of like hype. Like in terms of hype, it's it's up there. N- like niggas love this series, so like I and I'm enjoying it. Like I'm giving it for its first season. I'm giving it like eight and a half. It was 
The first season was really good, man. I enjoyed it too. Uh, yeah, I'd say like my thoughts on the final episode. Um, uh, and don't don't hate me, Jujutsu Kaisen fan. Don't hate me. <laughs> um, I'd say it's kind of like I'm in the same position as I've, as I watched another Mappa related show, Got a High School, where I really love the action, but I don't really care much about the characters in the story. I'll say it like that. Um, I, except with Itadori, I love Itadori's growth. Him doing what he did, and especially like after he fought, he was like, it hurts. Like when he killed a dude, freaking muscle muscle boundaries, like it hurts. And he had that conversation with Sakura with the hammer in the forest. Um, that was a good conversation where he was like, he cried. I killed I killed somebody that that tears were shed for the body that I just killed. I like that. Like it kind of shows like okay, human. He's it it, it makes him human. interesting. I mean, even though it's shown it as all hell, you care about the enemy. The main character cares about the enemy shit. Um, I still like the way they phrase it. Um, I think it was confirmed. Like last week was kind of like, mm, but this week sealed it. The nail in the coffin, <laughs> so to speak. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like I don't like the shorty. I don't like her. I don't like Sakura with the hammer. Um her personality, I just it just doesn't vibe with me. Battle wise, she's cold as fuck. I I you won't hear me. It's the same thing I say with Sakura in Naruto. Like when she had that arc where she fought on um, bootleg uh Itachi or whatever that nigga with the Sharingan was, she had that cold ass fight. I was like, yo, Sakura, cold as fuck. Don't like her character, but cold as hell, hell in, uh, cold as hell in battle. The same thing with Sakura with the hammer. I just it's not, and it's not like, a, oh, you're being misogynistic, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I just, I really do not like her personality. Um, it just doesn't. To me, she just kind of, it's like they try too hard to make her sound badass, but to me, it just comes off as cringy. And I'm just like, you ain't, you ain't got to do all that. Just fight. I thought, it's like, we'll talk about this in Monster Hunter. Niggas talk too much. Just fight. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, that's that. Um, and the thing is, it's like it's kind of funny. It's like was again. I know I'm comparing it a lot to Naruto, but I, aside from Itadori, I really don't care about the, the the trio, the the team seven. I like Itadori. I I don't really care about Fushiguro, um, and his thing with the clans and shit like that. Like his thing with his sister that they tried to force on me like last episode. Didn't care about that. And soccer with the hammer, I just don't like her personality. So it's like, it's weird. I'm in a weird state of flux with Jujutsu Kaisen. Like Chris said, it's hype. I'm not really, I'm not really hyped on anything. As far as like what to look forward to next. Like the only thing I'm genuinely looking forward to in Jujutsu Kaisen is the Sukuna stuff. Him collecting all the fingers, whatever. Because that was the biggest thing of interest to me. And I kind of didn't like how Sukuna took a backstage for like the longest fucking time. Like he literally just started talking again this episode and we got like 10 something episodes without any Sukuna action. Um, but aside from all that, um, it's kind of little nitpicks, but that's when I'm watching stuff, this is just how I see it. So if you don't like it, I could give two fucks, it's my opinion. If you like Jujutsu Kaisen, if you like soccer with Damn, the hammer, me not liking them should not ever hamper your experience of liking them. Uh, so, 
it is what it is on that. Um, somebody just got knocked out. Yeah, Sean O'Malley, I think, knocked the fuck out of. Are you talking names? I don't know nothing about UFC, so I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I know my coworker happy right now. <laughs> no, it's not a decision though. No, that's Stipe and uh, Ingano. Thank you. Oh, you probably bet against that. But yeah, if I were to give Jujitsu Kaizen an overall rating, I give it a seven out of ten. Um, for the first season, above average, way above average because six is slightly, seven is above. Um, but it it didn't hit that it didn't hit that great mark for me, which is usually around eight, just because I really only cared about the action of the show, just similar to God of High School. Characters are all right, and the story as a whole is interesting, but there's not enough of a pull for me for me to care about what's going on in season two. So that's it for me. Alright, I ain't mad at it. Uh but yeah, Shosab Jitsu Kaisen, um DC, you really didn't watch it much, right? So you really don't got much to add, right? I watched the episode but I read more. Like this the episode that you guys finished, that's where I left off. Like that's where I stopped in a manga. I'm pretty casual on Jujutsu Kaisen, so I'm not like an encyclopedia on the story. I'm just mm. read it. I like Kugisaki, and so when I read this and saw them animated and shit, it was amazing. It to was me. a dope moment. Dope I like moment. her personality, just me personally, because I like. Uh, I get Cam's criticism because she is meant to be like a uh, a new twist. Well, not a new twist, but a different take on the main heroine. It's not a new character. It's just usually this character isn't put in the main three. So now. The uh, brutish female that's also pretty. I I like that personality type, so it's cool. So I like the main. I don't care for Megumi at all. I don't like him. Black hair yeah. dude. But I like Gojo, uh, Kugisaki, uh, Toto. Uh, there's a couple characters I like, but I I just don't get the lore. Like where yeah. we're at, I don't get the, the lore. I don't get how the powers the work. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like this show does another thing that annoys the hell out of me. I call it the Krillin syndrome, where they like to they like to explain everything about the powers and like what they're doing instead of just showing us it. That's true. Like Goku's gonna do a Kamehameha, and then in this episode, like curse is not it's not decom it's not blood really. It's decomposite. It's like bro, like show don't tell. You don't have to show me a whole bunch of exposition. I see your blood when when it touched that rock. It's stinged, which means your blood does something bad. I don't need you to tell me that my blood does something bad. And it's like, I, I just saw it. Your blood does something bad. So, like, stop treating me like a fucking idiot. Like, I, I just don't like that stuff. So, hey, but I, I agree with you, DC, where the, the it's like, I'm really interested in the Sukuna stuff, but there's not enough put into there. And it's like a lot of moments in that show. And I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up with this moment so we can move on. But a lot of moments in that show that I really tone. The tone of that show is very inconsistent to me. There are a lot of moments in this show in which it should be like some, okay, like this is some deep thinking, like, okay, like, all right, like, let's see. And then they try to like, they, they MCU it, they marvel it. They try to turn it into a joke or they try to make it sound funny when it's like, bro, like, can you take this seriously? Like, can we get some some depth into this fucking story and the characters? And they just kind of, no, we want to get that that 10 second laugh track off. And it's like, I don't know. 
I'm nitpicking, but like it's just a lot of stuff in that show to me that kind of hampers it from getting that that great mark for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I think it's good. I know people giving it the crown, which I'm like, you're jumping the horse here. Chill out. But uh, I think it has a good future in Shonen Jump. But yeah. uh, based on how my hero is, I don't think it's going to touch my hero. It, no, it's not. It goes away. <laughs> it's it's not. Goes, <laughs> I don't think it's going to touch my hero. But it's going to be a good number, too, even though I yeah. love Black Clover. It's just it Black Clover's ending. <laughs> the anime is ending. The anime is ending. <laughs> but majority people anime watch so as you know i feel like it's gonna be a i feel like black clover is gonna be a bleach situation though i hope so like we'll see next week because i haven't even watched in like weeks like i'm i'm just going to watch it all in one go just so i could be mad (laughs) that they just that cloak what was it is it clover works no no no, studio studio piet piet feature or something like pierre yeah fuck them they worked they worked on naruto you you guys have nothing to do. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say in regards to that. But let's go ahead and talk about Attack on Titan. Uh, can I let you lead this one? Uh, so this was the 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 episode that should have came out, but the earthquake stuff happened, right? And then last week's episode as well. They both released them at the same time. This was episode seventy three and seventy four. Am I correct? Okay. Savagery and then something else. Um, so savagery. Oh my God, bro! I ain't even gonna lie, bro. Okay, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to recollect it. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So this was the conversation that this is like. This was picking up at when Aaron and Mikasa Armin. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah. I really like this part. Yeah. Uh, so basically, <laughs> this was this was Demon Bro. This was this was Kevin Samuels. This was this was toxic. Aaron Yeager, bro. My man this walked was, in this, the room. Bro, <laughs> this nigga Aaron, this is why I want this man to win. Because at this point, this man is too toxic. He's too he's too hilariously toxic for me that I just want everything to go his way. This man told Mikasa, you're a fucking slave. All your, your, your whole life, everything that you've done because of your Ackerman blood was to protect the king, which was me. And my whole and for my and for the whole, I've always hated you because I don't like people who don't. I don't like people who follow their script. Said that straight to her face. This man, this man Armin gets up to punch him, and Mikasa puts him down. <laughs> this is literally what Aaron said in that. Conversation. These buck dancing niggas. Bro. These niggas plantation niggas. Well, bro, Aaron G. This man, Aaron, was ta- he literally told Mikasa, like, listen, you have no reason to like me anymore. And she proceeded to protect ultimate simp status, bro. Like, she's up there. Like, she's she she better be on that list, Chris. She, she better she's be on an that honorable list, mention. We, we, she's we, honorable we get mention. Wait, honestly, she's honorable mention. She jumped off like she was never on it to went to honorable mention solely because what happened to manga. Last chapter of the manga. Last panel. But this no, this 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 episode cemented a G. Pure simp status, bro. So this man Armin proceeds to try to box Aaron G and gets his <laughs> ass fucking he's like, this, hey, he's like Armin G. You know, you notice that we've never fight. really fought before. 
And he said <laughs> it's because it wouldn't even be a fair fight. He, he, he treated his mans, G. He treated he his mans, the fuck G. Out of both of his best friends, and not, it was a, it was a Twitter post that fucking perfectly cemented this. I forgot. I wanted to put this in the chat, but it was basically they was calling Aaron smart because he was like, Aaron, Aaron, uh, like Mikasa is strong, right? Aaron can't fit on the physicality. He can't beat Mikasa, and Armin is smart, so Aaron outsmarted the dumb one and beat the intelligent one. <laughs> this man Aaron was a deep proceeded and then we cut to another great part where they they got them at the fucking uh base, right? Like the, the fucking old nigga from the first season who was in charge of them, the commander yeah. nigga is like, you gotta do all this stuff to fight the Titans and blah 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 blah. And like they like yo Aaron Yeager is the only one who can save our country, bro. And then that's when the Yeagers come in. They like, who try to join the Yeagers? And then the dude step forward. And then they like, all right, so now that beat y'all want the Yeagers, beat this old nigga ass, dog. <laughs> Dump this nigga out because he's, he upholds the old ways and we don't fuck with no old ways. Beats the fuck, beats the shit out. It just cuts to him on the floor in the fucking family guy pose and they fucking arms are bloody and then we got the the levi stuff where i i I guess they didn't see this but like i'm honestly shocked nobody was like you're bringing wine and like okay y'all go drink it so zeke is like I'm out this bitch. Uh, everybody turns Yo, into Titan. Hey, the way I forgot how in the manga that how that nigga Zeke did it, but it was just funny how they animated that nigga again. Like he just I'm about to get out of dash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all them niggas, all his uh, freaking people turn into Titans. Um, I thought this was what y'all was talking about when like something happens to Levi, but like yeah. he fucking killed. It was the start of it. Let's just put it. It was the start. Bro. And this is why I still stand Levi. This man Zeke is like, okay, okay. This nigga Levi comes full of blood, like I'm on your ass, nigga. <laughs> Beats the shit out of Zeke, tears that nigga asunder, and then we get uh episode like if you want to get it, like episode 73 was like this is like peak attack on Titan. This is niggas being toxic. Titans being toxic and niggas being killed and Titans being killed. Three more shit. And then we get to episode 74. We're going to talk your ears off. Back to politics, nigga. We, we get to find out about Zeke. Um, and to summarize this episode, I don't give a shit. Um, and the episode ends with... Uh, um, and it's, it's like one of those things where like this is it was it was kind of like why the fuck would you like I understand Levi kind of being like a sadistic bastard but like why would you do that why would you put a bomb that could be activated against a nigga who can fucking regenerate as a fucking titan and he goes like don't move or else you'll blow up and you standing close to the explosion like whatever happens to you you reap what you sow you this dumbass. is like one like, of the issues Levi's- I kind of had with Levi and the manga because I'm like Look, I honestly you... hate this nigga, and vengeance is real, but it's like, you're Why? one of the smartest fighters ever, bro. 
why would you do that? Like that 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 literally makes no. You're you're literally next to a, 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 a essentially a suicide bomber, and you're telling you're telling a suicide bomber don't move or else the bomb will go off, and you're next to him. Dumbass shit. But yeah, that episode sucked. I think next episode is gonna be good though, right? It's the final episode, so we're about oh, to shit. They about to jam pack. Oh, they finna. Well, they finna. Whoa, they finna whoa. promise Neverland the fuck out this next episode. Time out. Um, it's the final episode. They gonna break to to be continued. So oh. we most likely because anime a second core? or whatever it was, some big thing in anime in Japan happened today. Hopefully, or this weekend. Hopefully, they talked about when Attack on Titan coming back, but it's about to be a mid season finale. So people oh. that, that is not coming back to 2022. Man, I don't give a fuck. Wrap that shit up. Wrap, so, that, fuck, um, wrap that shit up, G. If that's the case. Yeah, it's going to be. A, and this is when I'd be like, okay, if you want on mid-season finale, but if if it was to continue with any more episodes, it would be like four or five episodes left. Yeah. So how far are you about to stretch the next season? Exactly, because based off, okay. Based off manga shit, after this episode, the main things that's really happening is going to be the rumbling and then trying to stop said rumbling. So, like, and that can be done in a, honestly, a three, four episode stretch. I don't know. Like, I know I'm not about to go in saying what the fuck, but I'm going to go in saying what the fuck because it's like, I don't understand... Just How they can do it? I'm not gonna say they can't, but um, could extend the um the flashback. The Ymir I know flashback. what I'm saying. They're gonna, they definitely will extend the um how Titans became a thing with um whatever her name is. You mean? Um, they definitely will. They could probably have a pseudo mini arc about her spreading her powers through her um her daughters and shit like that or whatever. Nah, man. Um, and that's how I see it because you know. She was a dumbass, so yes. that's yes. probably yes. two episodes worth that backstory. And then the, the final fight before Aaron get his head cut off is an episode worth of all the old Titans coming back and they having one big ass fight on Aaron's back. And then the final episode, you know, yeah, it's the final episode. Like, Aaron's head gets chopped off. Or some shit. It's like not that. like this will be a Rezero Part Two, bro. Like, so good, bro. that's how I can see it going down. It just. It's just weird to me that they will, as much as hype, as much as, I know we talk shit a lot. That's just how it goes. But as much hype as we, I mean, as Attack on Titan has right now, you will crank a mid-season finale in the thick of it. And expect niggas to wait four or five a year to watch this shit again. That shit wild. But, you know, they fans are they fans, so they definitely gonna watch this shit. My dumb asses too. So you know it is what it is. <laughs> uh I think that's it though. I'm done with this shit. It's this month, right? Yeah. Next month? Next month, like oh wait. Hey. Probably starting next week, spoilers is gonna drop. Cause the let's see, the chapter normally drops the first full week of so like Probably by Thursday or Friday of, the, of next week, we might start seeing spoilers. 
because the chapter normally drops around like the fifth between the fifth and the eighth of each month okay so spoilers might see. start like might start leaking as early as this upcoming week but like by by the time we record next week spoilers might slowly be leaking so we'll see <laughs> we will see but uh, we done with tackle titan yeah, I'm done. I'm done. All right, um, let's go ahead and hit up One Piece. So, uh, DC, I'll let oh, you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But I guess that maybe should be next week, right? What? Because well, no, technically this week is the last week. Technically, for winter season anime. Yeah. I feel like we should give like our thoughts on how we felt on this season of anime. Uh, okay, I'll go first. So, like, I this season of anime, I really wasn't all like. I, I first I like when I preview the shit for the pod I try to do it for it. show joy excitement and joyful content reasons but uh I still wasn't full heartedly like hype like I saw like Jujutsu Kaiser coming back of course ReZero of course going to be uh hype um what else uh Attack on Titan like you had those three posts to really sit and carry the season uh Dr Stone was of course going to be a factor Stuff like that, quintessential uh, quintuplets, uh, and then like you find the random romance, like the Hori Hori Mia's, um, the bottom tier character Tomazaki, those type of shows was be like okay, but um, it was like it was a average season, like at best, like normally I like I expect the shit that's going to get all the hype, like the Jujutsu Kaisen and the shit to get all the attention, but um. Normally, I care more about the stuff in the middle, and like mm-hmm. that stuff was okay. But like, even when I was watching like some of the etchy shit, like that hidden dungeon shit, I didn't really. I stopped watching that shit like by the sixth episode. I was like, okay, fuck you. Don't I heard extra was mad at the um, was the the spider show. I, I didn't really care about that shit anyway. So he <laughs> like said he, I, he said that he hates that show. <laughs> like when I remember first seeing it, I was say this is that I knew that was gonna be some ass, but no offense to extra if you're listening, that's a very something you will watch. So <laughs> I'm not shocked. He said he was in too deep, bro. <laughs> he said he in too <laughs> like, deep for the show to stop watching uh, it now. <laughs> I know a lot of people was hype about that uh I got reincarnated as a slime uh Isekai, like I know that gets a lot of love. I don't really care for the series like that. I saw people, the I saw some of the last episode. That shit looked really good, but it's like I don't like Isekais enough to want to get into the show. And I just don't think a slime can get make me care enough. Now I know that the uh the re, the reincarnation bottom like the shit that you watching Cam the uh, Jobless uh, reincarnation. Yeah, childish reincarnation. Like that's something that came out of nowhere that a lot of people grew to love. That's good to yeah. see, but like overall, like it was an okay season. Like I wasn't going in thinking like, oh my god, we're about to get this is gonna be a legendary anime season. Like I wasn't blown away by nothing really. Like Doctor Stone's really, honestly, I would say my MVP. Yeah, I'd say for I I kind of I feel like this is the season of of falling off because it's kind of funny because it's winter. In winter is the season of shit falling off. Um, but <laughs> damn, damn, yo, wrap that up for Woodley, bro. Hey, damn, man, yo, man. get Woodley up out of here. That man, that man, he's CT world. Damn, 
Yo, nigga, in this nigga, fight, nigga, bro. Shit. In this fight. <laughs> he, he, he. Yo, man that man Willie get meat mock book of pot. Man. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, a lot of shows that I was initially hyped for halfway throughout the season just fell off for me, um, which is kind of some disappointment. Luckily, but I will Black say, History Month over. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, is that the second time that uh, a black UFC fighter got his ass knocked out? <laughs> today? I don't know how many black people lost today. But um, like for the yeah. major cards, I mean, Willie Willie just lost to another non-black. You hate to see it. Dana White's happy. Oh, but yeah. So, but this this show this season did have some hidden gems. I'll say, like two point four three Sanin. I was not expecting to like it as much as I do. Um, Jobless Reincarnation was a surprise hitter for me. Like I was not expecting to like really like that show and get look forward to season two that's coming out during the summer um season um so it, it a lot of my shows that i was expecting fell off but shows that i was not expecting it was i liked it so i'm, I'm with chris it's kind of like it was kind of like an all right anime season uh for me um just to radiate radiate though just for my jujutsu kaisen fans i just want to put this out there in case y'all like clicked off the video and y'all spam dislikes and y'all put the comment sections, y'all ain't entitled to no anime opinion because you don't like the greatness that is and will always be Jujutsu Kaisen. Just, I know I gave it a seven out of ten. I like this show. I critique this show because I like a show and I want to see it improve. So I just want to put that out as a PSA. I know I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. I know I didn't give it a 100 out of 10. I know I didn't say everything, anything and everything about that show is absolutely perfect. There's no flaws with it whatsoever, but it is what it is. It's my opinion. Don't let my 7 out of 10 affect your 10 out of 10 rating for the show. And that's it. Anything you guys want to add? I ain't watched anything that much this season, so... Right. And I already know to scare me, dog. I watch <laughs> exactly. <so. laughs> you already know to scare me, bro. All right. I ain't got my my opinion is not validated. <laughs> <Ain't> much... <laughs> did, did, did you do you rate Jujutsu Kaisen a ten out of ten? Because you might be entitled. Oh, to shit, shit. I, don't rate shit. But if I did, no. Um, I skipped <laughs> a lot of episodes. I think it was a lot of meaningless episodes. But I do think some of the animation is literally some of the best that happened this season. I also think the openings was fucking fire, especially the animation. Mm-hmm. And they made a very, very likable main character. And apparently that's really hard to do these days. So shout out to them. But it's not a 10 out of 10, so that opinion isn't Of course not. The only 10 out of 10 in my book is fucking, you know, easy Goku reviews. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about Masa Oh, and this season was automatically in-fucking validated? Because fucking uh, Redo Healer was in the season. Oh, oh yeah, true. It's, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, this yeah. is a below average season. Cause it's a below are, a, Yeah, I'm going to change my rating, bro. Cause it's y'all it's below average. Expect, Sorry. I'm disappointed. That, I'm disappointed. that it, I'm going to save this plan for later. Yeah. It's some it's some people out there that watch that show. I'm very disappointed in yeah. that y'all probably um, watch Derek yeah, Jackson um, videos. Um, not cool. But, bro, the fact that this show was, like, consistently on, like, 
top 10 anime uh, weekly ratings, bro. I'm disappointed in y'all niggas, bro. Yeah, this is but... why we are of the culture and not for the culture, because y'all niggas are some fucking weirdos. Fucking sick freaks, but let's, head, let's go ahead and go to another toxic uh, community, and that is the One Piece. Uh, so, uh, DC, I'll let you lead. Yeah, you lead this one, DC. You said what? Lead We're the, on One Piece. The, the, the chapter. One Piece chapter. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up. My bad. I'm kind of. I'm like on thirty percent right now. No, you good. Uh, uh, but as you pulling it up, all I'm gonna say is, and this is a, uh, my PSA for the uh, One Piece part of this uh, podcast. You niggas, anime only watchers, got a lot of fucking nerve to sit there and say the oldest shit was filler. Oh yeah. Hold my fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> like you niggas yeah. sat there and said, "Oh, this must be filler." This is my bro, problem. Especially like, some look, of the scene, the scenes that was animated, bro. I w- man, I wish that was filler, bro. <laughs> look, G, they wouldn't put so much effort into making something like this filler. G, I've seen One Piece filler. There was nothing comical about it. There was there was no uh, who's my man that pops up every time it's a filler art uh, DC Foxy. Long- Foxy. Foxy. Where's Foxy, Foxy at G? There was no Foxy. <laughs> As man, much as I stand, as much as I stand, Bo Hancock, filler, she bro. didn't pop up. So this ain't filler. Put respect on my nigga's white beard, my nigga Odin, and my nigga King of the Pirates. Put Golden respect Roger. on their name, G. Y'all they call Goldie much. Roger filler, bro. That's why. They call Gold Roger filler, bro. I hate you niggas, G. You know why they said that, though? You want to know why they said that, though? Why? There was a dude that had a better sword technique than they boy Zoro because Roger had that, you know, he had that 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 Kamusari. You know what I'm saying? Black hot. Black. Aki was oozing off his sword. He's like, oh no, no, this can't be it. Because Odin, Odin had the waterfall slash too. Oh man. yeah, that too. It was mad, bro. Big mad. That budget should have went to uh, Zoro, but yeah, I got the uh, chapter pulled up. And so, uh, the this chapter, chapter um, 1008, right? Yeah. 1008, okay. So, uh, chapter starts out with the scabbards in the room and their reaction to seeing Odin standing before them. Kinemon, uh, Kiku, and Neko, they're like crying their eyes out. And Odin's like, I'm sorry I'm late. You know, he's giving, his, giving himself this spiel. They're all crying and, you know, oh, I'm glad you're back, Odin. But Ashura Doji and Raizo are the only ones that. We're like, all right, something too fishy. Toki's powers only go to the future, so and we saw him die, so there's no way he could still be alive. And Kinemon's not listening. He's like, it doesn't matter. It's Odin. And Asura Doji punches Kinemon to get out the way while he takes the stab because it turns out that this uh, Odin is not the real Odin. It's a Kanjiro clone. And Kanjiro is telling them that... Odin's a um, fucking troll. Yeah, he trolling the fuck out of them, bro. And um, yeah, Kanjiro is basically saying that he's gonna plunge a dagger into the Kozuki clan. He's gonna do his best to, you know, basically troll these guys before he dies. He's gonna do his best to be a thorn in their side to the very end. Mm-hmm. And um, that they're going after Momonosuke since that's where they everyone's attention is at at the moment. So, Odin's clone is attacking them, and I think he had a bomb strapped to him. And Ashura Doji gets up, pushes everybody out the way, and takes the blast. 
And he looks like it looks a big ass blast. It got like a big, you know. He's dead. You think he's dead? I think. I mean, if it could not, be. I mean, this is war, bro. Like niggas need to die. So I, I'm hoping he's dead. Because <laughs> he's slumped and it's like his body's all charred up and like Kiku's got like they look. It looks bad. And um, I will say this, Conjuro, you would, you are not the leader. You let you, Ashra Doji was was the leader. He's not. You talking about Kinemon? Oh yeah, Kinemon. Yeah, Kinemon <laughs> is not the leader. You suck, bro. You suck. Niggas are walking ill. You are. And then we cut over to Jack. He's in the cut. He's in the room right before them. And I'm surprised about this, but it's not Inu and Neko going against him. It's just, it's just Inu. Inu. He said, "You guys go on ahead." And this was like, I love this part of the this chapter. This was the day I like this exchange. Yeah, he was exchange. like, there's no moonlight in here. And he's like, hey, ain't no poison. Ain't no motherfucking poison either here, nigga. Hey, that's some great day shit talking. I love it. I, I need to see this fight, though. Like, not finna see that. You know we not finna see this fight. DC. I need to see the hybrid. You're <laughs> not, not finna see this fight, DC. I need don't to get see... your hopes up, G. Bro, I want to see this fight, Oda. God. But if we don't see, I won't be surprised, bro. But, like... I love banter like that. We don't usually get that that often. Like, if it, besides just Luffy, everybody else gets mm-hmm. or Zoro because fucking Zoro. But yeah, then we cut over to Orochi. He's being alive and he's burning everything down. Um, since they're in the sky, there's nowhere for anybody to go. So his plan is to burn everybody. I don't know where that's going. Um, cut over to Momonosuke and Yamato running, and uh, Momonosuke is basically pondering about how. His, like he's getting better with his devil fruit, knowing what's the catalyst for his transformations is that whenever he feels sad or negative, he turns into a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Yamato says, I wonder if Luffy's okay. I need to go up there and help take down Kaido. So Yamato's going to the roof, obviously. Um, then we cut over to top of the Onigashima and Luffy's screaming. And you have all the supernovas just standing there while Luffy's getting knocked back. And he keeps getting back up and getting knocked back. And um, in the trenches, bro. Bro, they deep in that shit right now. And uh, Luffy's like, they're, they're humans just like us. They got to fall sometime. I got to keep trying. And the rest of them are like, we got to separate these two Yonko because we're getting nowhere by doing this. And Kid says that facing these two is just like going through hell. And Luffy says, if that's true, I've been through hell and back many times. This is not bad. And we see Kaido's. I love that nigga, bro. Yeah, Luffy. Luffy. Love that nigga, Luffy G. <laughs> and then we get Kaido's hybrid form and Big Mom with her cool, fiery hair. Uh, all her homies are in there, like you know, powered up form. So it's uh oh yeah, Kaido says your eyes never seem to lose their uh fire. So it's we're getting to the you know nitty gritty next chapter. Hopefully, Kaido has been acknowledging Luffy. This old time. He ain't say nothing. In the sword. In the sword. <laughs> and don't forget the sword. In the sword, bro. In the sword. Luffy and that sword, bro. Them the only ones fighting in that uh, on that rooftop. <laughs> That's but uh I'll let y'all say how y'all felt about the chapter as a whole. Uh, like it was a good chapter. It was a fun chapter to uh for me. Uh well slightly fun, because it's Fun in the sense that it debunked that goddamn lot of y'all freaking Odin theories. Bro. division theories, G. <laughs> Look, man. Shout out to so Odin happy. for literally keeping your time travel things as basic as you had. Thank you. Keep it as what it is. 
Don't add to it, cause I'm good on it, G. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, shot the uh Momo literally confirming that uh when he he goes dragon when he's in his feelings, like it be that way. Uh, the, the I don't care. <laughs> like, bro, learn mm-hmm. to use your fruit, nigga. Um, but shout to them finally showing that hey, Kaido's like, Kaido and Big Mom is like, we haven't broke a sweat yet, and you niggas we are sweating. <laughs> we, we here, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we like we out here, like, bro, we, we're warmed up now. Like, they they really made them niggas look like the uh, Stone Cold and Triple H when they were the two man power trip. It's like, gee, we don't fuck with each other, but at the same time, we're just gonna beat y'all ass. Literally, if you, if you literally, we're gonna go three for a ring a little bit, but watch what Triple H and Stone Cold did to uh, the Hardy Boys and Lita. That's what they're doing to these niggas right now. G. Uh, but Kaido's hybrid form is really uh, fire. It it really made this chapter really more like, oh, okay, thank you for making it something of highlight. That was the highlight of the chapter. Was the hybrid form, and uh, what he says to Luffy because Luffy's just like, look. I'm a. I'm not going. I don't I know no about bitch. these niggas around me. I ain't no bitch. I ain't no bitch. I'm. I'm gonna keep. <laughs> I'm gonna keep fighting. It's like this. I don't think I had this Stephen A. Uh, clip in the uh, in the soundboard when he says, "I'm gonna come and I'm gonna keep on coming." And uh, Max is gonna come. Skip's gonna come. That like when Stephen A. said that, that's what Luffy literally said. <laughs> that's literally what he said. So, uh, but shout out to this chapter. It was a decent little chapter. Um, I think. We're probably gonna go back to this fight for a, a chapter or two, cause I think they're trying to set up a way to separate them niggas. So, at least yeah, some strategies coming was. along. I feel like that's probably gonna have something to do with uh, Yamato and Sanji, cause my thoughts of the chapter was all right. Uh, it was all right. Um, the Red Scabbard stuff, oh, the Odin stuff. I literally memed about it. I thought that Bonkai, the the freaking joke one theory that like. That he that freaking Oda was uh, Odin was a Bankai from Emma, I just found that fucking hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was the best theory, but I didn't have any like realistic exercise. Like I think me and Chris both said it was like some kind of illusion. That's what we alluded to, and it mm. was it was Conjuro being a dick. Um, Ashura Doji dying. If he doesn't, if he dies, if he doesn't, I mean, it is what it is. I don't don't care about the Red Scabbard, so. Mm. Um, I did like the Inu and um, Jack exchange because if I were to say I have a favorite scabbard, it would be between Neku and Inu, and that's yeah. only because they're dogs and cats. And in real life, I like dogs and cats, so they just get the bump for me. Um, Inumon is a fucking idiot and does not deserve to be the leader of the Red Scabbards at all. Uh, the I think this chapter did confirm though because Kanjiro said that I'm like they said like oh he's gonna go after Lord Momonosuke so I think in a way this chapter kind of confirmed that Sanji is headed towards Yamato yeah. and Momo I think and then they're gonna meet up and then I think from there they're all gonna go to the root and I think they're gonna be a a, a, a vital part into separating Big Mom and uh, Kaido like more so Sanji, maybe Sanji can go up on that roof. And since Big Mom still kind of has that hatred for Germa type of thing, like maybe she'll be like, "Oh, yeah, it's you, it's you, you Germa boy, you, you mm-hmm. fucked up my plans to get that Science Kingdom thing." So, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I like the the rooftop stuff. I, man, Luffy being Luffy, 
is always a highlight to me. I just love seeing the fact that, like, it don't matter who the fuck he's facing. He is consistent to the end. He's like, man, I don't get no fuck if I'm fighting uh, Dofi, if I'm fighting uh, Big Umam, I'm fighting Yu Kaido, I'm going to keep getting up. And I, I love that attitude from Luffy. Um, Kaido's hybrid form is dope. So all in all, it was, it was an all right chapter. Um, I don't. I honestly think Oda is going to pull an Oda and we're going to cut back to like say for instance like maybe the black maria stuff or um uh freaking nami and usopp like what they're or frankie like i feel like he's gonna cut <laughs> like i feel like he i feel like Oda's just teasing us like yeah you guys want to know what's going on the rooftop so i gave it to you last chapter but now we're going back into the castle um so all in all good decent chapter looking forward to next week and hopefully we don't get a break next week yeah, I agree. I I enjoyed this chapter a lot. It gave me a lot of ideas. I don't think um I I think this chapter confirms that Sanji and Yamato. I agree with Kim. Like Sanji and Yamato are gonna meet. They're gonna go up to the roof. I think that I don't know if the scabbards are gonna go up. I think the scabbards are gonna stay with Momo and I think that scabbards may I don't know, the CP zero plot line is probably gonna come into play real soon because I think they're gonna help Orochi. And since Orochi and the Scabbards, you know, they still have bad blood, I think it's going to be like uh, CP0 versus Scabbards, maybe. Um, but I'm excited for what's going to happen on this roof because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the other matchups, but I want to see, because I know this is, um, they said the Kabuki play act is going to end in tragedy or whatever. That's what everybody's theorizing. If there's going to be some tragedy, I want to know, what that is whether it's going to be on our side or the capital or the people i feel i don't know i'm just curious i want to get to the roof because that's where the plot moves the most at in my opinion so and like if there's going to be a major character death who is it going to be it's probably going to be i hate it i love law but it might be i I was about to say law i was about to say law too (laughs) because it doesn't have an impact kid yeah Kid does not have enough. Like, if he does die, it's gonna be like, if it's killer, it's not gonna be Zoro because. If, hey, older. If, if Zoro dies, niggas is dropping One Piece. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, If Zoro dies, niggas. niggas is bye bye. Law. Law is either. I mean, if they want to, do, I'm. I, I I don't know. Like this is just me being throwing something out there. Yamato. Like if 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 like if it's not law, I could see it probably being like Yamato, and like it could have an impact on Luffy because she's like, I want to join your crew and blah 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 blah. And Luffy sees that like she's really with the shit and mm-hmm. forms like a bond with her throughout the battle. And then Kaido just legit goes like. I'm tired of this shit. Like, you my kid, I'm gonna deal with you on my own and fucking wax her and kills her. That'd be wild. Oh, uh, but wild. I mean, that's... But I think if, if there is gonna be a major... There doesn't have to be, but, like, to kind of emphasize that this is war and you're fighting two Yonkos, if there's a major character death, I I don't see it being anybody else but Law. He would have the most impact out yeah. of the entire crew. I have a proposition, though. I think because uh, people are thinking since they brought up Momo's devil fruit and stuff that Momo's going to try and use his clouds to stop Onigashima. I think it would be a good tragedy if Momo tries to hold up Onigashima, but it don't work. And the tragedy is the people of Wano just in the capital because, you know, there's people in other 
the capital yeah. gets killed, like everybody's, you know, mm-hmm. murdered. That'd be a good way to, you know, spice up the arc and be like, all right, we didn't stop this, but we still got to take out Kaido. Yeah. And it's a good learning moment for Momonosuke. I think that could be a possibility. I hope because I need Law to stay alive because, bro, I'm tired of my characters taking L's. <laughs> a reoccurring theme with my whole journey in One Piece. My favorite characters keep taking L's. I'm tired of it. One already died. I don't need another one. Dana White not playing. So, yeah, that's it for me, though. All right. Uh, I don't really have nothing else to really add. Like, decent chapter. I'm just waiting for, like, shit to get real. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Tupac. Tupac. And, <laughs> and Winter Soldier, G. So, as always, DC wasn't here. But each time we talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, we play this. Hey, yo, check it out, motherfucker. I'm Tupac. <laughs> Tupac, nigga. Each time. So we so we talk about Falcon the Winter Soldier. Uh, it was a good episode. I re- this was a really really great episode. Um, it was literally Tupac and Winter Soldier versus uh, Coon and uh, Mag Captain Maga. So uh, shout out to shout out to the dynamics and parallels. <laughs> 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 that's the official name G. Coon and Captain Captain Maga. <laughs> I made a uh, I made a comment on uh one of them black on one of them black anime Facebook groups on and they were talking about the episode and I was like, and they were talking about buddy don't got no lineup. I'm like they say it wasn't in the budget. I'm like, no, that's the plan. Coons don't get lineups, my nigga. <laughs> Coons don't get lineups. They just let they just let they shit just look like that, bro. So they thought it was sweet out here, but uh, but yeah, gee. So uh, shout out to everybody that thought that was funny as hell. But there's a huge difference, and plus that nickname was Battlestar. But uh, Cam, I'll let you lead the discussion on uh, this episode. This nigga said battles. This nigga nigga name really was Battlestar. That shit wild. Battle um, cool. but This was a this was a really like I. So I don't know if I'm the only one who think like. So with WandaVision, right? I never, I didn't really care about Wanda or Vision as much as characters, but the show made me care about them. But with Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I freaking, even though I do talk shit a lot about the Captain America movies, um, I fucking loved Winter Soldier, and Falcon and Winter Soldier were really good parts of that movie. So I care about their characters because I just found their relationship with Captain America and like the kind of the impact that they had to Captain America's character, I found it good. So going into this series, I was already like, you got me because these are two characters that I I care about. Yes, they side niggas, they ain't got OP ass powers or nothing like that compared to the rest of, you know, compared to Wanda, compared to Vision, compared to Doctor Strange, but niggas love Batman, so who cares? So um, I really love this episode. Uh, this, like, a lot of people thought this was going to be, like, a dumb action buddy cop, uh, TV series, but, like, this show is proving people wrong with each episode. This show is doing a great job of really developing the character of Falcon and Winter Soldier and their relationship to each other and what Steve's legacy means to them. Um, so we start off with the episode where, uh, Captain Maka... <laughs> 
Captain Maga is in the uh I don't know if I was the only one, but I found this scene really weird. Like he was like like the way that he the way that he was like going over his locker room, like he was like like he was having like a, a like a orgasm. He was like like as he was looking at his like his old locker, I'm like, this nigga weird as fuck, bro. Like he's supposed to be cat. So I'm already, we already starting off on the wrong foot because this nigga is just weird to me. Like the way he was doing it. And um, uh, I guess his girlfriend, I guess. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's his girlfriend or like booty call lover or something like that. Uh, basically, he's talking to him about, you know, how do you feel being the new Captain America, blah, blah, blah. I do like the fact that they, instead of him just being a generic nobody bad guy, they did take the time to at least develop him as far as like he's aware of the captain america mantle like he's not like an asshole like celebrity going like whatever i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna make my money and i'm gonna go home he's he's a part of the military he knows about protecting and serving and he is and he he's like very like he feels unworthy of the captain but to me that's a good angle to introduce a character like that especially if he's trying to not necessarily replace but overtake somebody as beloved as Captain America. Like the fact that he's like, I don't feel like I'm worthy of this mantle, but I'm still gonna try my best. I like that angle. Uh, we get introduced to the coon. He comes in into the locker room and he's like, you know, nigga, you Captain America. And well, he said, I'm gonna, I'm getting, I, he said, I need reparations, bro. He knocked the dice. I need reparations, nigga. I need reparations, nigga. <laughs> he said that knockout don't count, nigga. Hey, keep going, Cam, but what the fuck, boy? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Fuck, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah, but um, so we. So he's talking about like Captain America and like blah blah blah. We cut to they're in this uh like I think it's a high school football game or something. He yeah. goes out there because he has an interview with Good Morning America, and basically, in a clever way, they give us a bunch of exposition about his character. Like he's won like three gold medal stars, uh, three gold medals. Uh, I forgot what they call him, um, but he earned that. He's like, he's he's done a lot of stuff as far as like being a good military dude. And they ask him like, how does it feel being Captain America? And he's just he gives a really good answer that I like as far as like he he uh, he's aware of the um the circumstances of like the mantle and how important it is to really be captain america so i appreciate no, that little banter no. with that um and so we cut to uh i think this is uh we cut to falcon and uh winter soldier right like they're talking in the uh, air station, the, uh, the airport, because Falcon is about to take off on a mission to go see, um, the flag. To a mission to go, uh, like to find out about like the what? What do they call that group? The flag smashers. The flag mass smashers. Mass smashers. Flag, flag smashers. Flag smashers. Flag smashers. Okay. Yeah. Flag so smashers. in there, we get a really good interaction with uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Basically, talking like you know, why'd you give away the shield and like, you know, like this guy's taking over shit like that um it's good i i i like the banter because it leads to a really good conversation later um we do get some good i i do like anthony mackie and sebastian stan's chemistry on set like you can really tell that like they're 
close friends offset because you can see it on set like the way they interact and they make they crack jokes at each other they talk about the uh the big three being um androids aliens and like wizards, <laughs> wizards. and then like you have a look you have a little funny exchange with him going like there's no there's no such things as uh wizards like there's sorcerers and it's like ah, a sorcerer is, is a Doctor wizard Strange? without a hat uh, without a hat and so like it's just really really <laughs> funny uh dynamics between them uh and then so their mission essentially is to investigate this like old warehouse where there's some members of flag smasher um they find out that they're moving like a lot of these medical supplies and stuff to some area so they go and tag them um we get a weird scene where um winter soldier runs up it's a because they see that there's a, a like they see that there's a girl in the truck and they think that she's a hostage so he runs up and he gets into the truck but did y'all peep he goes into the second truck and the truck behind him bro does nothing gee that part frustrated me because i'm like gee how and like like the truck and then it's like because i was still like my my first reaction was is it automated like it's automated piloting but no there are people driving behind him and i'm like so you just let random people go into the trucks now i'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt sort of because the girl in there turns out well we already knew because they showed her face in the trailer she's a villain not a villain but she's the antagonist so she knocks them out and then like they pick them up and they're already like they're ambushing them on the truck so maybe they they knew that they were being tailed and they just wanted to pretend like nothing was but the setup of the scene was still weird because it's like he went straight past the first truck to the second truck and like the the truck behind him was like "Mm -hmm." just a normal day on the on the road but we get a pretty decent uh action scene we find out that the flag smashers have the super soldier serum um or at least i feel like it's a, probably a weaker version of the super soldier serum um and uh captain maga and uh coon star i'm gonna call him coon star uh come to assist them and at first at first i was like okay captain maga like because he putting in work like he actually knows how to use the shield i thought that was pretty dope like he uses the shield but he also like uses the gun as well so he kind of has his own fighting style which is pretty cool but he doesn't have the super soldier serum i heard in the comics that because i i I looked at the comments of one of a review video and they did say that he's an actual character in the comic books and like he gets like a really stronger version of the super soldier serum from what i've heard i fucking missed it I swear, G, I hate you, Dana White, bro. I hate you, G. I hate you. All crack crack streams got shut down? Yes. Yes. I hate you, crack streams. She cut y'all off on the right moment, too, bro. Y'all got to hold that. Damn, bro. Uh, Well, that's cool. But keep going, G. Yeah, my bad, Cam, bro. Yeah, so. What was that? Oh, yeah. So the John Walker dude, so I don't know if they're going to do this in, like, if they're going to set this up in this world, but, like, in the comic books, the John Walker character, he becomes Captain America, and he gets a stronger version of the Super Soldier Serum. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but in here, he does not have the Super Soldier He's just a, 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 a nigga who just throws the shield around. Um, so him and uh, Coonstar get their ass beat. Falcon and Winter Soldier get their ass beat. Um, they go their separate ways until they eventually meet up. 
Uh, Winter Soldier does not like the new Captain America at all. He's like, I don't get no fuck about you. Uh, I don't know. I don't like that you're wearing that shield. The same thing with Falcon, but he's a little bit less uh, tempered. Um, and then they let them off to go like into some fucking like other place. Um, and then that's when they reveal Isaiah, right? Um, like Sebastian, yeah, not Sebastian. Winter Soldier goes like, there's somebody who might know where they're going, right? Um, so we get some, I'm, I'm gonna kind of break it up into important scenes and then we can give our thoughts. So important scene in this, uh, the important scenes in this episode is they establish that the Flag Smashers are kind of like a group of vigilantes, so to speak. Like they're not 100% bad guys. Um, they, they, their goal is to reunite the world to the way it was during the blip since the thing since everything was kind of in a chaotic situation the world had to come together to become a better place but now that things return from the blip it's kind of reverted back to its real original form and they don't like that um so what they're doing is they're basically it's they call the they call the chick robin hood because it's like they're stealing from the rich and giving to the poor like you find out that they're giving a lot of medical supplies foods and stuff to disenfranchised communities across europe really good kind of like they're not 100% like, pew, 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 we're bad guys. I like that. Um, and we get another scene where we get introduced to Isaiah, who apparently was a part of the Super Soldier program um, as well. He was um, he was tasked with bringing Bucky down um, when, he was, uh, when he was the Winter Soldier. He was successful in doing so, uh, but then essentially like, I do like that this show basically kind of established that like the MCU universe is also racist. <laughs> and uh basically he's a black he's a black super soldier. They're like, hey, we don't like that. We go, we go go ahead and get you up out of here. They sent him to jail, they experimented on him and blah blah blah. This of course pisses Falcon off and he's like, yo, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell us about this? Why didn't Steve know about this? Uh-oh, here come the cops. The cops come and we get another scene that like I like this scene because it was one of those scenes where it's like, yes, Falcon is a hero, but he's also black. He's also a um, nigga. <laughs> he's all he's also black. And we get I mean, you you could even see like the dialogue. To me, it didn't it wasn't like forced dialogue or cringy dialogue. It was realistic as fuck. Like the police, they like, where's your ID? They turn to Winter Soldier and they're like, hey, is this guy bothering you? Like really good, like we as black people watching this and going like yeah yep mm -hmm. so I, I thought that was a really good scene um because it happens falcon is black so I mean, obviously he's not gonna be treated the same as others so the other important scene that we cut to he gets uh winter soldier gets arrested because he's um he broke his thing because he has to go to therapy we cut to the police station where he gets released by captain maga and this is the, to me, this is the best scene in the episode is when him and Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're talking about um, the problems that they have with each other, which evolve Captain America. Um, essentially, Bucky tells Falcon, like, I, I, I don't like the fact that you gave that shield away because Steve trusted you. Like, he thought that he saw the good in you and he saw you worthy to take up his mantle and you sold and you gave that shield away like it was nothing. That means that, and he kind of phrased it in a way like that means that he was wrong about me. 
in a sense. So it's kind of like that is Winter Soldier's character development. He has huge self-doubt because obviously he did some fucked up shit as the Winter Soldier that's kind of catching up to him. And so his kind of one salvation being Steve, now that he's gone, he passed that salvation down to Falcon. And now that Falcon's kind of like, you know, no, I'm not Captain America. He kind of sees that as Steve was wrong about me. I like that moment. And then you kind of get a Falcon moment where he's like, he, he doesn't really say his part yet, but he kind of goes like, I need you to say that I was right. I would have loved it if he said this, because if they were going to go in the direction of the MCU is a racist universe, I would have loved it if Falcon was like, how would you think the world would react to me being Captain America? That's all he had to say. And he could have walked off. I think that would have been a great moment to go like, I was willing to take up the Captain America role, but you know, nigga, I'm black and Captain America is a MAGA job, especially not in it. This would have been a good kind of nod to the actual Marvel community itself and how, you know, if Falcon really was black Captain America, how them comment sections would have been like, oh my God, here we go again. Y'all talk about whitewashing, but now we have blackwashing because Captain because Captain America is Steve. It'll always be Steve, not this black man. Um, so I just would have found that interesting. But then uh, we cut to um, another conversation they have with Captain Maka and Coon Star basically on like, yo, we got to work together. Falcon goes like, no, nah, fuck you. You for the government and we do our shit by ourselves. And then we kind of get a, a weird line from him from Captain Maga going like, stay the hell away from me. Like, okay, nigga. Um, like, eat a dick, nigga. <laughs> like, do you realize that you don't have Super Soldier Serum, but Bucky does, and he has a metal arm that could rip your fucking face off if he wanted to? Um, but anyway, so then the episode ends with the fact that they need to learn more about the Super Soldiers, so they're going to contact, uh, what's the dude's name, DC? The, starts with a Z. Or Z. Zemo. Zemo, Zemo yeah. Um, it, cuts, it cuts to that they have to talk to Zemo about the Super Soldiers, and now the episode. Overall, um... I thought this episode was really great. The dialogue between uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier to me is what's really propelling and carrying this show. I like the fact that the villains aren't, we're bad guys. Like they actually have like, it's kind of an interesting motive. It's like a rebel army type thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're not in there and they're they're They have a noble cause. Cause it's like, yo, the world was fucked up during the blip but we all were together. And now that the world's back to normal you want to just separate everything. I like the motive. So all in all, I great episode and I'll let you guys cook. I'll uh, go next. Go ahead, DC here. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed this uh episode. Those people that are complaining about like, you know, black issues. Cause it's all I'm not even gonna say like when they say, Oh, I don't like politics in my you know oh, yep. mm-hmm. it's not politics. You just don't like black issues and you have an issue with looking in the mirror and realizing that you turn a blind eye to what's going on with us as a people because you have a problem with that you don't have a problem with people killing sex drugs money uh traffic all type of stuff that's in you know movies and tv shows you have a problem with oh black people being mistreated in the press nigga shut the fuck up half half of half of the main cast is black in this one so just go watch something else then but i really enjoy the patriot stuff specifically because I didn't know how they were going to go approach it with the Isaiah Bradley and Elijah Bradley stuff. Mm. Um, 
And they're going like they're pretty much same thing with the WandaVision. They're not gonna go like way, way into it, but they're really, you know, expanding on it more. It's yeah. the acknowledgement usually they, if anything. Yeah. They usually sprinkle on it, but now it seems like they're, you know, dipping more into it. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm excited for Elijah Bradley, his grandson, because that's going to be Patriot. So I wonder how he's going to play a role. Hopefully we see him get into some action since, like, the his grandpa seems kind of unhinged and not, you know. Yeah, when he th- what did he throw into the wall? I was like, he threw, he like, like, a he threw like a can of sardines or something. Yeah, it's like, you about to get these niggas up out of here. Put <laughs> <laughs> the red bucky arm off again. But... I enjoy. It. I'm just crafting theories at this moment. I took a massive L with one division, so I'm gonna chill out. But I low key feel like they're gonna be with the. They're gonna go super serum, super soldier serum galore in a minute, because uh, Captain America. To, uh, no, yeah, his name is U.S. Agent, the new Captain America. U.S. Agent. He's gonna get super serum. Yeah. Apparently, he Battlestar. He's also super powered in the comics too. And Elijah Bradley, he's he wasn't born with any powers. He didn't inherit. Um, that was the storyline, and then he eventually gets it through a blood transfusion. So I assume maybe a similar route for you here. You think Falcon is going to get Super Soldier Zero? I think he is. I think he is because they highlighted in the fight that when Red Wing was taken out, he couldn't really do anything in that fight. So he needs something. If he's not going to get the Red Wing, there's another theory that um, they brought up Wakanda. And I know in the comics, um, I don't know if this is true or not. I just dipped into a little bit, but someone said that Falcon's wings has like Wakanda tech in the comics or something like that. I gotta, I gotta look oh, that vibranium. up. Vibranium, okay. Yeah, like some vibranium stuff like that. So if he doesn't get the super serum, they brought up Wakanda. I could see like Shuri, you know, let me deck you out. But I don't know if that's possible because that's like they have nothing to do with the story at the moment. But Falcon is in need of a power up in some way, shape, or form. So I think it's the serum is the easiest way to write it than the Wakanda stuff. So I think he's getting it. Um, I'm interested in the power broker, the guy that's giving him the super serum and stuff like that, because some people think that's Zemo doing it. Some people think it's going to be another third party or like they think it's Thunderbolt Ross or something. So I'm just curious on the, you know, I'm curious on the power aspect, who's going to get what, where is the source coming from? You know, more of the nerdy side. I'm excited for that. I love the dialogue, though, between Bucky and Falcon. I think that was pretty good. I wanted more of that because we, we got sprinkles of it in uh, Civil War. And then in Infinity War, they were also um, talking about, I think, like, Bucky said, God, I love this place with Wakanda. So, like, yeah. they're really showing us that, that there's something here with this dynamic and moving forward into the Avengers movies, I'm happy to see this new dynamic because if you notice that like someone else pointed this out too in another video falcon jumped out the plane like how iron man does bucky jumped out the plane like how cap did oh okay yeah like bucky's like i don't need a parachute and then they ask oh do you have a plan and falcon just jumps out the plane that's what iron man did so it's like i guess they're kind of like not necessarily the new you know iron man and, uh, and cap but like the new leading figures Moving forward for the Avengers team, I'm excited for that. So, Bucky's real interesting. I'm, they're doing a good job character-wise with everybody. This is more than just you know meathead stuff. They're probably going into some you know depth, not super like amazing writing, but you know enjoyable depth. So, that's it for me. 
Um, for me, like, I'm enjoying just the really balanced because, like, you're, mm. like, the action, like, of course, like, everybody tuned in for this one for the action, specifically me. But also, I like both characters, Falcon and uh, Warner Soldier, and I'll just, especially Warner Soldier, because I just want to see where they go with it. Because my main theory is, I don't think uh, we actually do get black black uh, Captain America. We get Bucky as Captain America at the end of this. That's that's my main mm. theory. Uh, it's just a unique route of going about it. Um, well, one of the unique ways to going about it, um, especially just like how they're really making uh, Bucky face his past, face his demons and stuff. It's really interesting, but it's like. It could go both ways for uh, Falcon as well, um, but overall, like I'm, I'm enjoying like just the balance because we're getting a lot of good plot, a lot of good dialogue. The dialogue is probably carrying a lot of it because, like, even though the action scenes aren't like, oh my god, this is blockbuster A movie tier, but it's just like it's still really good action scenes. It's like it's quick and effective. Let's put it that way, like. It gets the point across. And I just like how they're just introducing the uh, the MAGA boys. That's why I'm calling Coon, Coon Star and uh, Captain MAGA, the MAGA, uh, MAGA boys. Uh, just as like, hey, we're going to be around. And we're on the same mission, but fuck y'all. Especially since you don't want to fuck with us. Like, that's how I kind of view especially at the end of the episode. Um... I'm curious on what Zemo will tell these niggas. Because I remember reading that Zemo was supposed to play a major role in the, uh, in this short series. So I'm curious on what Zemo's going to reveal or what he will, uh, what it will lead to. But, um, I'm really, like, I do agree with you, DC. Like, Falcon does kind of need an upgrade. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, damn, G, your little, uh, your little mini drone got freaking ripped ripped out the day on sky nigga and like yeah <laughs> that shit <laughs> like you say hey man get the shit up out of here bro literally we, we ain't we ain't rocking with the drones g they they doing what a lot of countries wish they could do to obama's drones but um wow that's wild <laughs> wow you didn't watch the new you didn't watch the episode they watched the series. Oh, it's the opposite. It's a reverse. <laughs> this is literally. I, I'm watching it. They, they Chris, Chris like Chris didn't watch Division. <laughs> Loki. There you go. No, I'm gonna probably binge watch it. You know, like it's a very look. I know Cam went through it when he first had to start working from home. After you get off work, you got two options: let's play a motherfucking game or watch anime and TV. I love no, three game. options: <laughs> oh, sleep. Sleep. No, that that after work nap when you work from home hit different, G. So like I, I, I it's it's a choice, brother. And especially on Fridays, I'll be getting off at fucking nine. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like I'm, I'm either going to sleep or playing my game, man. And I played Monster Hunter yesterday, so I'ma try. I'ma try. I'm not gonna say I don't like I'm I'ma try. When it comes to watching more anime, it's just fucking hard because a lot of that shit be boring. But um, you know, I'm getting there. But yeah, but uh, overall, like this, 
but to uh, wrap this uh, segment up. But overall, it was a really good episode. Like, we're really, like, it's, they really dragged it to the point. This is going to be six episodes. Because, like, we're moving fast as shit. But also, I feel like I'm not having questions about, like, what about this? So, like, I like the pacing. Like, the pacing is really good. Like, they're squeezing a lot into, like, the 45, 50 minutes that they put into these episodes. But uh, keep doing your thing, Disney, Kevin Feige, and all that shit. Um, do we want, we could, let's breeze through news real quick so we can, uh, hurry up in this episode because we're close to two hour and 30 minute point. Uh, so news for this week, uh, while we on topic of Disney plus shit, Black Widow is finally going to make its way to Disney plus, but also theaters, um, get ready, play that $30, uh, fee if you want to watch Watch it through Disney Plus. Uh, movie comes out in what was it June or was it July? June, June. So whatever in June. Who cares? Is Black Widow? We've been vocal on this podcast saying fuck Black Widow. So, so yeah. But if you pay that thirty dollars, we're not judging you. But hey, MCU is life. Um. Um. Then on to the mainly anime side of oh gaming side of news. Uh, Back for Blood it has been delayed. It, it came with a nice. Uh, it kind of gave me PTSD because instead of a yellow background, it was a red black background where they literally said, "Hey, we're we're working hard to make this game work. We're delaying it until October or whatever." So, the game was originally supposed to come out in a couple months. Now it's heading towards October, so it be that way sometimes. Go ahead and polish yeah, that game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look, bro, I don't... Hey, look, for me personally, do not tell me that your game coming out in June if it ain't looking like it's coming out in June. Just don't say it. Don't don't, don't be no... If I was a game developer, I don't even give a fuck if the higher ups was like, hey, man, put the pre-order out. Nope. I ain't put my pre-order out one month before the game start, G. In a demo or some shit. Or a beta. They should have threw us a fucking pre-alpha or pre-beta to see if the shit work or not. But no. The PC got that. Yeah. It was a close. It was a private one, too. I, I got the email. They just never uh gave me my code. So. I never checked. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for I that shit. Forgot I, I looky forgot I signed up for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for it. I was like, damn, y'all ain't just gonna send me it? Okay, well, fuck y'all then. So, um... But yeah, so that's that. Um, there was something else in gaming. Uh, Xbox announced twenty games, but I didn't look at the article. Cam, did you? Anything worthy about those twenty uh, games? Or? Yeah, it, it's just like a bunch of kind of like indies and some like third party games that they're putting onto Game Pass. So I mean, it's expanding the Game Pass library and making it good, which it already is. So. Mm. Okay. Also for my RPG, my JRPG niggas, they put I literally I was shocked, but um they put Octopath Traveler on there on the Game Pass, and that's a game that I've been it was, I've been on the fence of purchasing, but like benefits Xbox Game Pass, I could just download and play it. So W for them. All right, um I think that's it on the game. Oh, also on the gaming side, Genshin Impact has uh gained a billion dollars has made a billion dollars now it's important to it's important to preface this 
the only on mobile. The mobile version. <laughs> they have not done console dollars. sales yet. So <laughs> we're factoring potentially consoles. They might have made another or close to another, maybe a half a mil- billion, maybe more on top of. So I didn't know that game was prospering like this, but it's popping. Street so the, the thing that you the thing that you have to realize is that this is a a, a a mobile game that was developed in China, and China is fucking massive when it comes to gotcha games, games in general, but specifically gotcha games because it's like a societal thing where if you are playing a gotcha game and you don't have it, you remember like what what happened with Fortnite where like niggas was like making fun of people in school if you had like default skins in Fortnite shit like that it's kind of like that in in that type of environment where like if you aren't keeping up with the latest and greatest um units and whatever like that then like you kind of be you kind of are treated less than Mm. um and in that game that game has like a pity system that i think extra was saying like it's i want to say it's like nine multis i forgot i forgot how many multis but like it has a pity system and when I was playing it, them rates is ass. I have yet to pull a single five star in that game for the amount of time I've been playing. So you have that paired up with like the the, the, the Chinese gotcha game environment. Niggas is spending money on that game. So it's kind of like one of those things, especially for it being mobile. Um, there's a, I don't know how the console sales are going to impact because that game has a cross save feature. So there's a lot of people who play on console but they buy their um they buy like the, the the premium currency on their phone and then they go back to console. So I don't know how those how they're really gonna calculate console sales. But I mean all I'm gonna say is this to console players, don't be shocked when they start to take when they start to care more about the mobile game, the mobile side of Genshin Impact than you console niggas. Cause that, that's what the money is. No lies told. No lies told. So, um, so that's it for the gaming side, anime side of things. The Sony Crunchyroll deal is on hold because the government, the United States government said, hold on now, big fella. Is this a monopoly? You're doing a little bit too much on that anime <laughs> shit. It's like, is this a monopoly? On the um, so, uh, the deal is on hold. Um, we'll see where things go from there, but, um, it's, I think I'm I predicted kinda... this was going to happen. Like it's gonna, it's like a basic checks and balance. Like, hey, we don't need you guys being a conglomerate around here, um, and stuff. So, I understand. Yeah, and then it's like it's weird because it's like I could, I, I, I get the anime thing, but then I'm gonna bring up Disney. Like, you let them niggas you buy let a lot Disney of buy fucking a lot. shit, a lot of stuff. And to me. I, I see how people are, I see there's a lot of sides to this, right? I try to make this quick, but there's a lot of sides to this where people are saying that um, they they don't want Funimation and Crunchyroll to merge because it gets rid of the whole competition. But I'll say this for all of us at the Black Otakus, specifically people who have to fucking pay for Crunchyroll and Funimation, fuck that. I want a centralized streaming part platform where I can just watch my anime when I want to. Yep. I fucking hate all these animes get announced. Amazon Prime exclusive, Hulu exclusive, Crunchyroll exclusive, Funimation exclusive. exclusive. 
those streaming services cost money. Yeah, nobody want. I don't like that. Is the biggest turnoff going like, oh, I really want to watch this anime. Oh, you go on Crunchyroll, you search up the anime. Anime's not found. Oh shit, where is it? Hulu. Like, like come on, th- that shit is annoying as fuck. So to me, I understand like the monopoly argument when it comes to like Disney as far as like buying Fox and shit like that. But when it comes to anime, I I don't know about all the other anime fans. But for me specifically, I would love for there to just be one-stop shop, all anime. I'm tired of seeing only on Amazon Prime, only on HD, only on Hadivi, all that shit. That shit is annoying as fuck. So I hope that this goes by because we, I think this would be a good move. Yeah, for me especially because, like, regardless, Funimation Crunchyroll gets majority. Like, if it, it's like... It's not often that some heat ends up on Amazon Prime or Netflix. So it's like, whatever for me. Like, if they get something, it's like, you know they threw some bread into it. But, like, majority of everything goes through Funimation or Crunchyroll. If if that's the case, it just makes life easy for everybody. So I hope it goes through. Um, It's like, especially if you let Disney do what the hell they did. Disney, what they did was disgusting. So, like, and still is. Because they're looking for more. So... Let's see where things go from there. And then quickly, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen confirms getting a movie. The movie's going to be based on Chapter Zero, which kind of like does a lot of the backstory and shit like that of, of the like Jujutsu Kaisen Kuna? world. You said what? Oh. Oh, it's, I, I was going to say, is it going to be like it's a It's possibility. I think Sakuna? I got to look back at what, it, what, what Chapter Zero was, but I think Sakuna is like, the, I wouldn't be surprised that a portion of the movie will be dedicated to uh, Sakuna because... It's, it's just as long as it's not a Demon Slayer shit, bro. Just no Demon Slayer shenanigans of you have to watch this movie in order no, to... No, it's it's just... It's based on Chapter like Zero, that. which is like... Like a prelude, damn near, of everything. So it, it's either might be Sakuna-based or heavy Gojo doing Gojo-type things. So we'll see. Um, Tony Coward is getting an OVA, which is, hey, me and Kim, we're here for it. Um, cook and prosper when it comes to that. Uh, especially if it's going to hold us over until they decide to do another season. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And I think that's... Oh, My Hero Movie, Another, tra- I think the trailer or more information came out about that. The good thing is they're only, they only focusing on Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki. And I think Endeavor and Hawks is going to be on there. I'm fine with them two popping up. As long as them three, them heroes, I don't give a fuck about them other one eight niggas. I'm cool. So, so yeah, yeah, you don't get them for the movie, but you get them for season five. It is, it is. But um, yeah, that's it for news. And then, anime's technically the spring anime season's about to start. Um, so we have to preview that shit. Um. It's a lot still. Um, nothing really of major. I looked at the list. Yeah, I looked at the list. Um, yeah, like that. I put that top five list in the group chat, ball. So I got like the stuff from my anime list. I'm also. I saw, the, I saw the Facebook post too. Oh yeah, I need. Let me. I'm gonna use that Facebook post because that Facebook post is actually really fucking clutch. Um, but top ten based off Anime Corner. Also shout out to Anime Corner. That's been a really good freaking what uh source. Um. 
My Hero, of course, that's probably the biggest. Like, My Hero literally yeah, said, we're going to pick Spring. We're the focus. We don't got to share with nobody else. We're the focus. So, My Hero in the, I'll call it the recap ep- recap episode dropped today. So, if you want to see that, go ahead and see that. Um, I don't know the, why they be doing that shit. Views, my nigga. <laughs> views and hype. Uh, then there's an anime called The Way of the Husband, House Husband. I saw the trailer for that. I'm actually kind of interested because I like goofy shit like that. Uh, oh, you got a Netflix account. I, hey, they ain't everybody has access viewers, to Netflix. Yeah. We, we, for all y'all niggas talking about uh, fucking competition and shit, this is a Netflix exclusive. So if you ain't got no Netflix account to sponge off of or one on your own or you got T-Mobile or whatever, hopefully you got a alleged site where you can see that shit exactly you out of luck and there's not many of those so uh this is i think the weirdo anime of this season i shaved and i brought a high school no team no that's not girl. no that's not that's not tell you it's not one. the weirdo that, shit this one is in it it's not weirdo no. the title alone it's, is weird what the title is weird but from what i've heard people say that this show is like extremely depressing oh and like like very depressing and that um like it's not like he he does not like he does not want to seek relationship with the fucking girl um even though the girl the high school girl is the one being seductive towards him but he's like i don't want anything to do with you and apparently there's like a lot of depressing shit that goes on with the girl Mm. i'm not gonna watch that show because i don't fucking like drama like that so um but from what i've heard that that I'll tell you you'll you'll you know the weirdo show Chris this one is not it trust me there's a, okay. there's one that's way worse. All right, uh, then number four on this list was don't don't toy with me, Miss Nagato Toro. Um, high this school fa- chan Yeah, it's pretty much high school. Uh, uh, what you call it? So, is that is I think it's it's pretty much the high school version of that. Like, and I enjoyed this so. Just you niggas don't be weirdos. Already, it's coming. You already, you already know they go but weirdos. But you niggas gonna be weirdos either way. Like you niggas was mad because uh, Yuzaki Chan was actually a fucking teenager, and y'all said no, that's a fucking lolly. Like y'all niggas was weird. Um, how not to summon a demon lord? Whichever freaking alpha beta sign that is. Um, I'm not watching that shit. I watched the first season. I'm like, this is some horny ass shit. Um whatever so <laughs> that's your if you into if if you're into etchies uh if you fuck with Lil Nas X's new music video this is probably for you um Shaman King is making his grand return that this is a that, whole new reboot this is also Netflix right I think mm. this is a net ain't this Netflix as well I don't remember but uh but yeah either way Shaman King's getting a big reboot I'm actually super hyped for for this, so. this is my most anticipated show for this season. Yeah, Shaman so King. please don't fuck up the return of Shaman King because we grew up. I grew up on the four kids version, so I did too. Uh, eighty six, eighty six. Um, I saw the trailer for that. It looked. I don't know what to really feel about it, so that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, Eden Zero. A lot of people been bringing this up as something to be hyped about. Um, then we have Fruit Basket, the final season finale again. Um, 
I don't care about fruit baskets. I'm a male. Toxic masculinity. I was, I was gonna say though, like, because did you say like, like your sister watches the show? Yeah, but I don't know if she's been watching the new version. Okay, because I was about to say like I watched the old version. I I like the old version. I re- like I, she loved the first the the OG one. So. Yeah, the original. But this is this is a, you remember we talking about Promise Neverland. This was basically this is Fruits Basket. Basically, this Fruits Basket's Brotherhood. The original oh. Fruits Basket deviated from the manga. That's the point. So this new one that was the reboot, like actually does, goes into the manga stuff. But I I looked at like a lot of people are saying like it's like a I like rom coms because yeah. there's the light side of romance. I fucking hate romantic dramas, like with a fucking passion. Like all that drama shit, I, I can't do that shit. So I I, I want to get into Fruits Basket. So, but like it's I've been hearing that there's a lot of depression shit in there, and I don't know, bro. Mm. I don't know if I want to go into that. All right, and number ten on this was the rom com where the childhood friend won't lose. So. I'll check that out. I'll check yeah, that out. out of curiosity, I saw the trailer. It gives me, um, my man has a harem, so we'll see where that goes. All right, now I'm about to just name other shit that wasn't on this list. Um, with summaries, so, and shout out to Anime Corner again for literally listing everything. Are you Are you looking at that Facebook post? Yes, because they okay, actually got okay. summaries. I will show you when you you'll read the synopsis. You'll know which one is the weirdo one. Oh, you don't shit. know which one it is. Uh, combatants will be dispatched, which is an action comedy fantasy. Bad guys supposedly have more fun, but when you're underpaid, overworked, lackey at evil corporation, you just get stuck with the grunt work. This is gonna be on Funimation. I don't know. I might watch it. I might watch the first episode. That's gonna have to earn me. Um, I mentioned eighty six, but this is the uh, summary of it. The Republic of no, this is Gundam shit. So, yeah. Like, I could just read and tell. This It's, it's Gundam. But the Republic of San Mongolia, whatever, has been under attack from the neighboring Gideon army, blah, blah, blah. After years of painstaking research, the Republic has finally developed drones. Yeah, this is Gundam. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Fumetsu no Anata e Adventure Supernatural Drama. A lonely boy wandering the Arctic regions of North America meets a wolf, and the two become fast friends. Depending on each other, survive the harsh environment. You said what, Cam? This kind of sounds interesting because it reminds me of that opening to Vinland Saga. Oh yeah, where um, where, where, uh, Thorfinn was walking with that fucking wolf in the winter. It's pretty much what that anime looks like to me. Yeah, so this looks interesting. Zombie Land Saga making its grand return. Yes, this sir. should be more loved than it deserves. Nothing else to really add. We're gonna get some fire music, uh, and I'm a sucker for music anime. Uh, farewell, my dear Kramer. Sports drama shonen with no soccer accomplishments to speak of during the end, uh, blah blah blah. The young one gets offered Sue's main rival invites her to join the same high school. No. That shit ain't Captain Subasa. I'm not watching it. <laughs> it's 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 girls soccer. So yeah, I'm good. Um, Mashiro no Oto music drama school. Just off the picture alone, I don't care. Cause I see the banjo and I hate the banjo. Oh, the uh, Japanese. No, it's the, the Japanese banjo. I don't know what it's called, but it's pretty much like the Japanese banjo. I'm good. 
Um, Dragon goes house hunting. <laughs> the fuck is this shit? Comedy fantasy shonen. The story follows Letty, a dragon who's cast out their family home after living up to some dangerous high standards and sets out to find a new place to live. What kind of cocaine were they when they were they smoking when they made this shit, G? Uh, there's a Godzilla anime coming out and it's made by Bone Studio Bones. It speaks for itself. It's Godzilla. Um that's the same studio for those who don't know that um made uh Soul Eater and uh Fire Force. Yeah. Um Blue Reflection Ray. This is magic in school. Um set in a world where feelings such as joy, sadness, yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna stop reading. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> it's a skip. Uh Dragon Quest, that's that's still going on. That's ongoing, actually. So I gotta check that show out. I've heard nothing but good things about that show. Yeah. Uh, so that's ongoing because I know that was last season. Um, let's see. Mars Red Action Military. You said what? People have been hyping this show up too. Yeah. I've so Mars Red show. takes place in 1923. Vampires have existed. Cool. Uh, but now the number of vampires is increasing in the mysterious artificial bloods, blah, blah, blah. The Japanese government in turn creates code zero unit of army where it's taking down the vampires. Oh, okay. This is interesting. Might watch it. This is on Funimation. The world ends with few animation. Uh, if you're familiar with the it's RPG game in itself, uh, it's getting an animation. I love so. that game. This is a good game. Yeah, uh, I'm still looking forward to this show. Season two of Moriarty the Patriot. I know Dion really enjoyed this anime. I'm it's on my watch list, so that's season two's dropping. Um, that's Make a Mug two. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Bukatin. What the fuck is this? This is gymnastics. Skip. Um, Back Arrow. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, the Spider anime is getting is ongoing. Cess TV, the Roman fighter. Off this picture alone looks mid. Shadows House, slice of life, supernatural sinning. The story set in the Western style match on the cliff. Blah blah. blah. This sounds like some bullshit. Uh, SSS Dinah Zinning. So it's it's a mech anime. Studio Trigger. I think that's the continuation from uh, the SSS Gridman show. If it is, I like Gridman, so that was fire. So it's made by Studio Trigger, so you know where this is going. Uh, Battle Athletes. Once again, I'm good on that. Seven Deadly Sins is ongoing. Shaman King. Megalobox 2. I'm hyped for this because I like the first season of Megaloboxing. I gotta check the original Megalobox out. I never yeah, seen it. Um, I heard Megalobox was absolute heat, though. Yeah, it's really good. Like, extremely, really good. Um, check that out. Let's see. Fairy Ron Mar. Yeah, these niggas is too close for me. This shit's gay. Uh, <laughs> is that the oh, yeah. anime? No, no, it's a slice of life yeah. school anime. Yeah, niggas on Twitter calling that shit gay bait. <laughs> wow. 
I'm, no, like they said, this is the this is the annual seasonal gay bait. No, no key. The thing is, every and no, no, you're not lying because every anime season does just have like, yo, this for gay niggas or for the girls to be like, you know, it's for the it's for the shippers. Uh, Bitches. Yeah, it's for the it's for the the bitches, man. (laughs) (laughs) Bitches. It must be soccer season in in Japan or something in spring because there's a lot of soccer anime dropping. Uh, you, 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 I think you almost approaching the weirdo anime. I think it's this. It's too sick to call this love. Yep. Read the synopsis. Right. Read the synopsis. Oh, they sure listen to I was talking about this yesterday. Read the synopsis. Once you fall for someone, you can't stop the love. Oh, no. A strange encounter spurs the meeting of Amakusu Ryu, a high-spec businessman who's loose with women. His high school best sis, his high school best friend, Arima Chika. From there, he falls madly in love. On the one hand, he approaches her with almost two straightforward methods, while she responds simply disgusted, insulting him without hesitation. He takes it at, as her way of showing love. This romantic comedy about a twisted elite employee and a normal otaku high school girl. Woo! Yep. Now, when I be wrong this, hold on. When I be wrong to say that this guy reminds me of a certain person that we know. Yes. Play the clown music. Play the clown music. Play the clown music right now, bro. I gotta do this, bro. I gotta do this. <laughs> We just canceled this nigga Pepe Le Pew and y'all niggas making an anime about him, bro. That shit wild. Now, listen, because I I was looking at the comment section of this shit and a lot of niggas is off bat defending this shit, like redo healer syndrome, basically, right? That's what I'm gonna call it, redo healer syndrome. Y'all motherfuckers are some fucking weirdos. I just want to look at like obviously the way that this show is structured, I already know eventually she's gonna fall in love with him. But I just want y'all to realize the premise of this show is fucking predatory garbage. Like, I I mean, imagine telling somebody you like anime and you look at and like you read the synopsis of this anime. Niggas go look at you like you a weirdo. The synopsis of this show says that this high school girl is disgusted by him and insults him. And he takes it as a form of love and uses it to, to pressure her and, and, and engage in that shit, bro. That's wild, bro. Anybody who watches this show, stay away from me. Anybody who watches this show and likes it, stay away from me, bro. The same thing with you weirdo, like like the, the, the Redo Healer fans, I'm glad that this show exposed you for the fucking disgusting weirdos you are. This show is going to expose a lot of y'all disgusting weirdos as well, G. That show is foul. When I read the synopsis for that show, because originally I thought like you, Chris, the weirdo show was going to be the, um, I shaved and bought a high school girl home. But then I kept scrolling down and I read the synopsis for this show and I was like, bro, whoever created this show is foul. Like you niggas in Japan are weirdos, G. That shit gross, bro. We can move on, but that no, yeah. that's a definite skip. That's a hell no. I'm not watching super that skip. shit. Like super duper skip. Uh, 
looking at everything else after this is nothing interesting besides my nigga Reem Akun. He's back. I heard good things about that show. So is it, is it worth the watch? The uh, season one was really good. Like, um, it's it's like it's pretty much a comedy supernatural type. You dig? Uh, it sticks to being a comedy, even like the, you know, the the mandatory, uh, plot moment of the season. Like it was still funny in its core. So like it's still really good. It doesn't take itself serious, but it's literally about a nigga who's a human who's literally in hell around demons and he's trying to fit in but he's also kind of he's his grandpa's overpowered and he gave him a belly to be kind of overpowered so it's interesting it's funny it's really funny um yeah so that's it really for this season so um based on what i can tell a lot of mid but we'll see as always, you go in thinking everything's going to be a lot of me. So. I'm, I think this is good for me because I've been having such a dry spell with anime lately. Like, I have been really on the fuck anime band, band, the, the, the bandwagon because, like, watching them weeklies every week was a fucking chore. So if there's, like, a lot of anime on here, it's a lot of anime that I read, and I was like, I'm not going to watch that. And I felt good about that because I do not want to cover a lot of these shows. Like, and a lot of these other shows that i didn't watch are getting second seasons so i feel like this could be a good break a, a good break uh season for me bro because I'm, I'm so sick and tired of anime that fucking uh high school the freaking uh, i i'm the sick show whatever it is it's shit like that that makes me like i really fucking hate anime <laughs> i really don't like this shit bro like y'all and niggas is defending this shit like redo healer y'all niggas sad yeah, so yeah, so like for me, this might be a good season for me to do some catch ups, depending. Yeah, but uh, cause it's not really a lot of stuff. I feel like I know I'm like, oh, every week I'm gonna watch this, like, like Shaman uh, King, Shaman King, My Hero, of course, for, for you, for content <laughs> reasons, for content <laughs> reasons, yeah, uh, and. If Rima Kuhn and there was a couple other stuff that really so other than that like but then again it's always the surprises I'd be like oh this is actually pretty good so but yeah so we'll see a week or two from now on how the start of how big my watch list is and how quickly it goes down to some old bullshit on week three week one. four <laughs> or I just don't even talk about it no more so you know how it is but uh, let's go ahead. Oh, before we go into uh, full legit clowns this week, um, preview for next week's episode. We're doing our annual bracket. We're doing the greatest episode 19s ever. Yes, Nobody sir. else has done that. You niggas do. I, like, literally, I've been seeing brackets already. I've been seeing. I already saw the main character joint. Whatever we did. We've been there, did that. We did it first. I'm going to just sit there and take credit. We did it first. Um, I've seen best female characters. I've seen best tournament arcs. I've seen a, quite a few best tournament arcs. So, I've seen best uh, power scaling. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't know how you dictating that. So, yeah, we're going to hit you guys with something like some different. Oh, and best arcs, of course, too. But we're going to hit you guys with the best episode 19s. Why? Because episode 19 is always the heat. 
Demon Slayer is the is the Demon's, elite tier. Yeah. It's a tier of its own. It's the, it's, it's the progenitor. It's the progenitor god. It's the one who it's originated what the idea. Episodes off of is what exactly. we look at. Like, is that like Demon Slayer episode nineteen? If not, automatically disqualified. I don't care if it is Hunter X Hunter. That shit was born anyway. Automatically, <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? And so basing it. So so just to let y'all know, Demon Slayer is not gonna be on the list. Jujutsu exactly. Kaisen will though. Jujutsu exactly. Kaisen like it, 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 it has to won't. it has to like regardless whoever gets to the final like the champion like whatever considered the champion, we still have to compare it to episode nineteen. It's like unfortunately Slayer. it's like this. Demon Slayer episode nineteen is is the GOAT. It's Michael Jordan. But regardless it's you okay to be LeBron number James. two. Like LeBron's legacy is going to be regardless. You're the greatest number two of all time to Mike. It's cool. It be that way sometimes. It's just you're not Mike. <laughs> you you just not Mike. If you, like what we pick, you're not Demon Slayer episode nineteen. Plain and simple. But so we're working on that. Uh, we I'm I'm slowly just have to start making the uh, pick everything and. We all have to watch those episode nineteens as well. Um, it'll be a nice fun episode. This episode is gonna be so funny for me without any fucking contact. You'll be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Exactly. <laughs> just like we're gonna talk about, like, well, when this motherfucker get this, we don't even know like the context. Like, it's fu- it's gonna be funny because uh, I think DC put Steins Gate. I know what happened in the context. Y'all might watch the episode and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but it's like, why don't have to explain that shit, bro? So, I'm gonna be like this. So, <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah, so be on the. Already, so, let me tell you this right now. Already minus ten points for more than fifteen words. Okay, <laughs> already minus ten points. <laughs> I ain't going. If I'm watching your episode nineteen and niggas talking for the thirty for the first fifteen minutes, I'm gone. <laughs> Hey, so, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that for next week. Uh, we'll go <laughs> go back to clowns uh, right now, actually, if we have any more. Uh, See, since you want to be a fucking clown, I thought I should let you know the circus is nine miles in the opposite direction. Uh, Daytra, you have a clown. Uh, no, I don't think I got a clown. Um, right. Shit, hold on. Yeah, my clown goes to Adam Silver, the MB fucking A. Count your fucking days, you bald head bitch. You will not see heaven, okay? Man, you will let the defending champions get fucking 14 days of rest before they have to go to training camp, my nigga. Fuck you, all right? LeBron James got a high ankle sprain, and we won't see him for another fucking four weeks. Anthony Davis barely can fucking walk since he stepped on the court. KD ain't even been fixed yet. <laughs> that ain't Adam Silver fault, but still, fuck you. All right? They did. All right, we're going to make these niggas play all the time, but I'm going to do this when I see a major trade going on. You ain't got no parity in this fucking league that we watching right now. We had parity last year. I got fucking flame in my uh my happy hour with my job, and it was like, Trail, man, you watching college basketball? I was like, yeah, you know, I don't like watching teams that I, I watch a, a, a 40-year-old 19, a 40-looking, a 40-year-old-looking 19-year-old win by scoring 12 points. I kind of don't want to watch that shit. But 
they was like, you would rather watch the regular NBA when there's no type of people. no type of oomph when you watching those, those games. You know who you're going to win. Get a fucking flame. People. Somebody said they would rather watch F1 fucking race cars than watch the NBA Damn, fucking game. I hate, I hate those people because, like, gee, you, you're what? watching child it's labor soldiers. Predictable. Yeah, they're they driving in circles too, G. COVID and it's still not predictable. Yeah. Look, man. So let me let me tell you. Every day, B. Fuck Adam Silver. Fuck the Brooklyn Nets. Fuck the Lakers if Drummond go to them. Fuck Papa Doc. Fuck B Rabbit. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I can't stand the NB fucking A. I'm I'm I was at the point where I like I I kind of don't really like watching wrestling right now. I'm at a this happens to me a lot in my town wrestling. You, when you, I just fatigue. You're going through what I'm going through with anime. For basketball, <laughs> I love basketball. I love every every game. I love the game of basketball even more. But I'm looking at this season like, bro, it's a countdown to the Nets versus Lakers, and that's if you know the Lakers come back healthy, and that's if the Nets don't get like washed by Greek Freak. I'm praying they get washed by Greek Freak. But that's for threes of the ring talk. And, uh, shout out to every salty cracker out here now that I saw they white hope get fucking sent to the goddamn heavens by an African nigga who barely can speak three words. Oh, the the dude won. Oh, he he did more than win. Oh, he, he knocked he him out so hard his leg went to his back. Man, family got posed. Yep, <laughs> family got posed. Uh, Cam, uh, you want to do your other uh, clown? Yeah, my. My clown goes to now. If this is true, females been taking a lot of L's this week. Shout out to Derek Jackson. Um, <laughs> uh, but Dean Jackson was happening. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the for uh, the redo uh, redo healer that the like I think they came out with a statistic that it's majority females who like watch that show and like that's how it's rated highly. I'm not gonna say nothing more than y'all some fucking goofies. That's it. Yeah, just Goofy keep that niggas. quick and simple. Uh, That's it. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Unless it's just a lot of women, you letting some dudes use y'all shit, watch filth. That's fucked up. But we're gonna leave it at that. We can't say nothing, Chris, because we men. We, we men. straight men. We we, we we not we not the cis we not uh, straight cis white males, but we are straight black men. So we can't say more than that. You're right. disappointed. That's so, it. I'm disappointed. <laughs> but, hey, uh, I do have a goat, though. That's what I'm talking about! That's why he's the goat! The goat! Uh, so, my goat, and if if you want to bury me, bury me. I don't care. Kevin Samuels is my goat, G. I don't care. Look, man, I've been watching this dude's content for fun. And really, this is me kind of trolling as well. Because, hey, he, he ain't do nothing yet. Because <laughs> we're going to find out that man probably uh, fucks only white women. But that man's content's hilarious as hell, G. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Even when he does attack white women. The few times he do. He literally checks the privilege. Um, but this man is just hilarious as hell. He says what women need to hear. Even what guys need to hear. You know, some of the shit when he says to guys, very sus. He literally asks, do you got a big dick? <laughs> so, he, told, he, he, he told this one dude, he was like, bro, you short, fat, and broke. Like, nigga. Like, I'm like, God damn. damn. 
uh, still, the funniest thing he told a woman was literally comparing her to uh, Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith uh, because she was five foot nine. I was like, nigga. Like nigga, he, he said she run, she she can hit the a gap and gone. Like nigga, what the hell? Uh, but it's just yeah, that the nigga. Of, the Church of Future would be proud, G. <laughs> like G, like he, bro. This man is entertainment, bro. I don't take him seriously, but some of the shit he says, I'm like, you got a valid point. And even though the most wild thing he did say was that Beyonce is a seven. Or was he did he said Beyonce's mm. an eight? And I was like, yo, my nigga, like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. But uh them, be, them Beehive fans for the <laughs> I hope they don't ever see that, see that clip. Cause there's multiple clips where he says he says he rates Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, and Rihanna. Now I I not Kelly Rowland's bad as hell. But I'm surprised he's one of the few dudes who outright say, Yeah, Kelly Rowland better than Beyonce. But uh, but yeah, I'm like, damn. So, but yeah, it's, I respect the man's as funny as hell. I respect the content, G. Like he let that viral video go, and now he just lets women come on this show and embarrass themselves. You're average at best, man. <laughs> like dog. Like goddamn. Um, but I will. I will say this: If you want to see um, Abba and Preach, they did like a an interview with him. They did like a live stream interview with him. So if you're interested in like seeing some of that stuff, you could go check it out on their channel. It's pretty. It's some pretty funny stuff. That's it's a pretty interesting uh, topic, and they do say some funny shit. I'm gonna check it out. He's a good toxic. Kevin Sanders is a good toxic. He's pretty. He's funny as hell. (laughs) Funny as hell, but toxic as hell. Like, and he's just stuck in his ways. But uh, but yeah. So on that note, let's get ready in this episode. We appreciate you niggas for listening. As always, make sure you follow us. On all streaming platforms, whether it is YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, Spotify, subscribe, Spotify, I mean, uh, Apple Podcasts, like, rate, comment, all of that. We greatly appreciate that. If it's SoundCloud, same thing. But above all, share, 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 and fucking share, my niggas. Uh, search you tweaking media on Teespring, copy some merch. It is getting nice out. We're entering spring season. Get you a t-shirt, long sleeve, hoodie, face mask, all of the above. Cam got the uh, short sleeve t-shirt on now. Make sure you cop. Please make sure you cop. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at The Black Otakus. Um, I will probably, I'm, I will preview the bracket before we do the episode next week. So, uh, it's just so that way we probably get some engagement in that aspect. You niggas will probably be mad, but I will say this: it's gonna be more fun and less toxic than the uh, the main the goat main character discussion from last year. Demon Slayer was... out the bracket, so we ain't gotta yeah. be too toxic. Yeah, so Demon Slayer is out the bracket. The winner goes against Demon Slayer automatically. So it's like, hey, it's the, it, they're, they're, these we're doing a bracket for number two. So hey, but um, we appreciate you guys for listening as always. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the love as always. We appreciate you guys for listening and peace. Dean Jackson, what's happening?